This podcast is a product of the Hyper RPG Podcasting Network. Visit HyperRabbitPowerGo.com to learn more. in chapter two of our story in Power Rangers Hyperforce. I'm gonna do a little quick recap. Uh, our Rangers were hot on the tail of the Alliance leader, chasing them down as they were jumping through time and space. Uh, they received a devastating blast. It shook the very ship down to the core and you were sent spinning outward right outside of this whole like hyper stream space and you were sent to another dimension. Unfortunately, your very friendly robot pal, Alpha 55, was infected with a mysterious virus. It Excuse seems. me, sorry about that. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. It seems like Alpha 55 was infected with a mysterious virus and you guys had to crash land your ship in a, some kind of industrial warehouse area. You've met this mysterious woman, M, and uh, you have but kind of no choice to go with her and some other travelers. They're talking about the end of the world and they're trying to get to the city of Corinth. So M, she stands very tall and proud, and the way she speaks is uh, very deliberate and with a lot of urgency, and so are her movements. She's really anxious to go, and uh, under kind of a like thick linen scarf that she wraps her hair around, she has big, thick, frizzy hair that's pulled back in a thick, chunky um, braid, and uh, on her cheeks and her nose, she's got so many freckles on top of her shoulders, it's like she can't get enough sun, so she kind of throws her scarf back, and you guys uh, have decided to go with her, but you guys have so many questions for M because of everything that's happened. So, do you guys think that this can maybe be the new future? Did the Alliance win? I don't... I don't want to think about that. I mean, what are we going to do with Alpha? Um, Em, what, what is going on? Why are all these people traveling to Corinth? Where have you been this whole time? There's been an awful virus, Vengex. It's taken over at least 37% of the computers, the world's computer systems. Wait, 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 this, a, a virus? Yes, it's an, it was an awful internet virus and it took, it took, Everything over. I mean, power systems, communications, defense. Wait a minute. Everything. This, this was called Vengex. 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 J I X. Vengex. Vengex. Do you think that whatever this virus is, it somehow made its way onto our ship and into Alpha? And how does the virus spread? Do you know? I have no idea. If I knew, I would probably try to help do something about it. I know a thing or two about computers, but yeah, but this is this is on a whole nother level. Vesper, 
Yes. Eddie, I mean, what? How, how could a virus infect isolated systems on the ship? And well, I'm not sure. And I mean, there's always Plan B. Scrap Alpha down for parts. What? No, that's not even an option. Look, what I'm worried about is if Alpha could get infected, what about our morphers? <gasps> oh. True. What about us? Or our Zords? Yeah. Our Zords are connected to the ship. Our ship seems to be fine now, but Alpha seems to have taken the brunt of the damage. Well, that's because we shut the ship down. What about my burrito maker? Chloe. What are you guys talking about? Burrito um, maker? Morphers? How uh, long has this been happening, Im? Like, for how many well, you got years, good hearing. days? I mean, I'm just a couple yards away from you, so I've, I've been listening to your conversation. But we were Anyways. whispering. Oh, you were whispering. Okay. talking loudly. Oh, you were whispering. And why is Corinth important to you that this ragtag fugitive caravan is on its way there? Well, she turns and kind of like to address like these people back here and you see, um, you know, maybe four or five different vehicles. There could be 16, 20 people. They look like family groups. And she turns and she tells all of you guys, there is, there's this message that's being broadcast. Um, we need to get to the city of Corinth. It's the only place that can, we can be safe. Um, all the world leaders have been trying to broadcast messages telling people that Corinth is the only place to be, is the only it, place that we can seek refuge. Is it untouched by Vengex or whatever this virus is? Um, I'm not quite sure, but I heard that we actually have to hurry because the defense shields of Corinth are going to be activated soon. I don't know how much time we have. We better get going. <sighs> all right, guys, let's walk and talk. Yeah, let's, let's keep this we moving. Fast. All right. So uh, as, she, as you kind of make your way outside of the ship, uh, you can tell that it's a completely different place. Um, it's a very dry and desolate um, desert landscape. And it's in the late afternoon, and the sun is hanging kind of hot and low and heavy in a hazy, thick sky. And uh, right outside, it, it feels immediately like thick, like something's in the air and uh, you feel dry in the mouth as you step out. And uh, M is making her way off to uh, a, a big orange truck. It looks really old, like maybe something from the 50s with uh, big round curved fenders. And you're not quite sure if it's orange because of rust or that's kind of part of the original paint job. And she's making her way uh, towards her truck and it's at the, the head of the caravan of vehicles with the families. Wait, guys, I've never seen a car like that in, in years. How, what timeline do you guys think we're in? You haven't seen a car like that maybe in a book or a movie, yeah. but you've never seen it I've in never person. seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Do you think this is pollution? Is this, are we still in 94? We're yeah, definitely not in 94. cars like that in 94. Yeah, but I don't think this is the same 94 we were in if we are. Wait a minute. Wait, can we ask him what year it is? Yeah, what what planet are we on? It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter the when. It's the where that matters. We might be in a different dimension. We might be in a different planet. That's possible. Wait. Oh, wow. Uh, and what? Uh, do you, what year is this? She doesn't hear you. She's already headed off to her truck. <laughs> and, and she's. Uh, Gosh, I should have asked her about two minutes ago. <laughs> she uh, walks around to the passenger door side, and she opens. And you can see kind of through the truck, 
Uh, it's a one seat connecting from the driver's side to the passenger side. This is a really old car. The big, uh, you know, shifter. This thing's a classic. I think M will let me sit shotgun. Well, I tried to ask her a question, but she's pretty far away. <laughs> Look, guys, we don't know what's going on here. We don't even know if we can really trust these guys. I'm sure they're in danger, and who knows what's going on here, but I don't know if we should talk to them about who we are. I don't know if we should Wait. reveal the truth of what we are. Oh, like Time Force Well, that's what, well, Because she already knows we're Power Rangers, so... Marv, you've got a great sense for people. I think that you should maybe interview some of these folks and just get a read on them. You know, act like a cop, Marv. <gasps> oh my gosh, you be the good cop, I'll be the bad cop, and say crazy things to them and flip a table. How about yeah, that? I yeah, want to be yeah. the bad cop. No, no, no. Fine. You want to go? Let's go. Yeah, okay, let's go. So we're going to go off and try to see if we can talk to some of the people in line. Currently. Sure, so you hear uh, M trying to start her car. It's uh, not quite starting, but it maybe will start soon. Uh, one of the first vehicles you happen upon is a kind of a fancy decked out motorhome and it has kind of uh, cute little curtains. And uh, there is somebody in the driver's side uh, seat with the window open and his arm hanging out of the window. Uh, hey, sir, hi, hi, excuse me. Uh, me and my friends, we're, we're kind of, we're from another city. We're from another city, and we, we were wondering, um, we're, we're headed into Corinth as well, but uh, our bearings are off. What, what's today's date? What is today's date? Yeah, I just, I, my You clock heard got, the man! Well, <laughs> so when you take a little look at this guy, he's a young man, and he's got like, you know, a, a nice like blonde comb over, and he, a fancy shirt. You get the sense of maybe he's wealthy, and he says, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, my name is, Chaz Winchester, and uh, what do you mean, what is today's date? It's 2009 or something. Listen, Chaz, whoa, 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 your hair's whoa, real whoa. nice. Whoa. Why, thank you. <laughs> your hair is really nice. Uh, I think we got what we came for, 2009. If that's the case, then that means we, we must have screwed up the timeline. This never happened in our Earth's version of 2009. Oh, shoot. Uh, hey. I really like your hair. Just wanted to say that again, but I also wanted to ask. It um, is probably the best hair you've ever seen. Okay, it is. Chaz. It definitely is. It's Chill. fantastic. Chaz, I already complimented you, Chaz. I don't know how to do this. What do you guys of... want? Uh, you be good cop. I'm good cop. Right. We're from we're from Valen City, and uh, I just kind of feel like I'm a little bit lost here. This is still Planet Earth, right? Weird speech. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz. Right? Yeah, it's Planet Earth. What yeah, of course. I was just joking. Haha, <laughs> just yanking your chain, bro. <laughs> we did it. Okay, so we definitely screwed up the timeline. But we gotta tell the guys. Bye, Chaz. It was nice talking to you. Chaz? Chaz. Smell good, Chaz. <clears throat> Alright. And then he like and then the window of the car like lifts up slowly, <laughs> it's automatic, and he just kind of inches forward <laughs> in What the, an interesting uh, guy. I mean the, the front of the line's not even moving. Why is it moving? <laughs> doesn't want to talk to us anymore. He's oh. uh, kind of impatiently. Oh, fair. I'm over Chaz anyways. Hey, Chaz. Jack! So we're all, I'm running back to the group. All right, guys, so we're in 2009. We're 2009? It's impossible. On planet Earth. That's Wait, what... is this a country we've never been to before, maybe? 
No, uh, we'll I, speak maybe English. it's one of those third world countries that used to exist. But none of this, none of this talk about a virus or taking yeah, over the computers. Like that's never happened. That's not in the. Oh well, we wouldn't have technology in 2016. Exactly, and it just did not happen in 2009. And the only thing that we can deduce is that we're in a different timeline. Does that I mean, mean we lost? No, that just means things are really weird right now. No. Right? No, wait, guys, the anomaly. We we never fixed the time anomaly. And then the, you, thrum, thrum, and then finally, M's truck is the engine's running. We better catch up with this convoy. We're gonna get left behind. She yeah, rolls yeah. down her window. Uh, actually, it's not rolled down. It's already open. She goes, "Hey, you guys coming or what? We uh, gotta move." Yeah, yeah, right behind you. Yeah, yeah we should get going. All right. So the passenger door is still open. Who's gonna jump Me! in? Me! I'm running towards the door and I jump in. Woo! What kind of boss? What kind of vehicle is this? This is a pickup truck. All right, I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna hop boring. in the back like a Dodge Ram. Yeah, I mean, you are. <coughs> sorry, something in my throat there. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hop in the bed of the truck. And, and there I'm is a small like window that connects kind of the cabin <laughs> to the. Uh, I open up the window and the I stick bed. my head out. Sup, Jack? How's it going? It's really, it's hey, really, it's polluted out it's, here. Yeah, it's really guys, good. it is so nice in here. All right, I gotta, I gotta go. Oh, oh, okay. So maybe we could squeeze one more person in the cabin. I don't know, Em. This is like, it's a nice look. I can lay down, Em. This is good. <laughs> and the rest are just, y'all have to ride back there. You got Sounds it. Sounds good to me. I hop yeah, in with uh, Jack back there. All right. So the rest are in the back, and Chloe is sitting in the front seat with them. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So she starts heading forward uh, through the desert, and you just, this air, it just feels kind of, unusual to you very like thick and hazy and every time you inhale it leaves your throat kind of dry and uh it's almost like how can you tell where you're going because it's just empty desert and kind of a little drafts of wind go back and forth <coughs> and there's kind of dust going through oh dear god what do we do to the timeline guys i don't know there's just so much pollution and dirt and sand i hate sand <laughs> Em uh, overhears do? you, Eddie, and says, uh, well, pollution, that's one thing, but there's got there's a whole bunch of other stuff we gotta worry about. Actually, do you, uh, do you see back in the, uh, cabin there's, a, a yellow box? Uh, and so, uh, one of you guys well, I, look I, around. I was sitting on it because okay. I thought it was like my chair. Right, so, uh, <laughs> as you look at this, uh, yellow box, it's about the size of half a car battery, and, uh, it has a handle on it and also a dial. And M tells you, uh, that's uh, a surplus radiation detector. Oh, this is one of those giger counter things. And when you, this is ancient. When you look at the dial, it actually has zero, one, two, three, four, and um, R over HR. And then between uh, like three and a half, four, it says critical. And right now it's between kind of like one and two. Oh God. So, so it's on right now. It's yeah. currently yeah. reading. Yeah. Uh, and then M asks you, uh, what does it say right now? It's well, I, I'm not sure how to read this, but it's, it's a little shy of critical, but it's not doing as good as zero. M, am I gonna turn into a lizard? Can it be a blue one? A lizard? I mean, unfortunately, some people have been suffering the effects of Gamma sickness. Haven't seen any lizards yet, though. Okay, gamma sickness. What does that do? Do I have superpowers? I mean, will I get superpowers if I am 
Gamma sickness is no joke. It doesn't transform you into anything. It just makes you weak and sick. A lot of kids have been especially vulnerable. Kids and the elderly. This sounds horrible. Oh, is, how do you guys fight it off or protect yourself from it? I mean, right now all we can do is just avoid the radi radiation as much as possible. We don't really have any medical supplies or tools Wait, to help you. Wait, you mean we're being exposed right now? Well, what does that dial say? It says it says one point. So it's 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 becoming a two. Oh, as you as go. you drive around, it, it's kind of dancing. It's kind of moving. Maybe there are some zones that have a little bit more and a little bit less, mm. but it it does have over an hour, so it kind of averages. Guys, we have royally screwed up the timeline. Chloe, open up this window right now. I'm going in there with you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so I squeeze in and I just kind of lay in between the two of them. Mm -hmm. I was gonna nap. Not gonna die That's today. Fun. I hey. just stick my head in the window. I will. <laughs> I'm just holding my hand over my Double mouth. up my yellow thingy. Um, as, as she kind of heads off into the horizon through the dust with all the other vehicles falling behind her, um, you can see kind of in the distance, is it rocks? No, maybe they actually look a little too square to be rocks. Maybe some buildings far, far off into the distance. And uh, uh, M says, that, guys, that's where we're headed, right there. We have to go through that city to get to Corinth. Are there anything, or is there anything dangerous in that city? I don't know. When this whole Vengex virus hit, everything just went haywire, and systems of power, uh, nuclear plants shut down, became abandoned, and then the worst part, oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot. Like, haven't you guys seen? There's these robots, they're called Grinders, that's the slang for them. I don't know where that term came from. And they, they're silver, but they have kind of copper-colored armor. And they're just horrible. And they can fly drones. And they've been shooting the cities and attacking people. Wait, when did this Vengex virus attack you guys? It's been going on for the past year. It's been getting worse and worse. I don't know outside of Corinth if there's anywhere else that's safe. Hey, guys. Raise your hand if you think we should try to get back in the time ship and bail. I don't know. I, think it. I, I don't think that's a good idea, but look, oh, guys, yeah, yeah. what I want to know, you, you, you set a tracking device in our ship, right? Yeah. Are we still linked to the ship? Should anything go wrong, are we able to get into our Zords? Can you roll a d6 for me? <laughs> it's yeah. an RPG. Five. Yes. You. You look on your morpher and you see a blinking dot and you see the blinking dot traveling farther and farther away and within a few minutes that blinking dot has disappeared because you're out of range. Well it was working but it looks like we might be too far away from the ship to be able to see it on my, on my morpher but I'm sure if we get closer to it again we'll see it again. At least I like to hope so. This is concerning. This is this is more than concerning. Not only have we failed our mission, Alpha you has don't been know, corrupted. You don't know if we failed our mission. We're just in a different dimension. We don't even know what what has happened. Chloe, I, I know you want to be happy about this whole thing and hope for the best, and I really do too, but something like this, look outside, look around you, look at the pollution. 
We've screwed up the timeline. There is no home for us to go back to. My, my mom, my family, everyone, they're gone. Okay, Mark. I think you're being a little bit, maybe, I don't know, over dramatic. What are we gonna do? Travel back forward to time? We're Power Rangers. We can figure it out. We, we've been in crazier situations. Then screwing up out. the timeline. So uh, M kind of has been uh, eavesdropping on this whole conversation <laughs> and kind of nods her head as she stares off into the horizon as the fantastic, brave, strong woman she is. She hears Power Rangers so and she said, Power Rangers, did you say, uh, did you say Power uh, Rangers? Yeah, this and we, is quite we, the eavesdropper. She's quite the eavesdropper. I thought we were Power Rangers already, right? I yeah, Power Rangers. I, I know about Power Rangers. They're, I mean, so there's this, Wait. you know, top secret military think tank and... Uh, yes. How do you know about the Power Rangers? Yeah. Well, actually, I was gonna ask you about them. The Power Rangers are a top-secret military program, and they're called the Ranger Series, and they're different operators. Well, we're a top-secret military program with different operating systems. Yeah. Hold, hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah, like, hum or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe plug your ears in. Uh, so she's like, you guys like music? And she uh, goes to the stereo system. And this one, uh, this doesn't look quite as old. It's not like from the 50s. It looks more like from the 90s or the early 2000s. And she starts trying to uh, turn on and tune in to any radio station as you guys decide to whisper in the back of the truck. You know what, Chloe? You were right. I'm so sorry. I, I, I was wrong. There are rangers in this, in this timeline. So that just could mean that maybe it's not too far off from the world that we're from, but just some alternate things have happened. A bad one, but still one. But she yeah. says there, there are people that like operate things. Maybe they have Zords that we can operate. Yeah, exactly. And, and to be honest, I'm just, the fact that there are Rangers, that means there's still hope. Yeah. There is hope that we can get back to our There's time. always hope, Marv. Always. Yeah, so maybe if there's some way that we can meet up with these rangers or or learn about the powers here that we could use that to get back to our timeline. Well, they How believe- can you get in contact with these rangers? Who knows? Oh, yeah. Do you this think is the last time I'm driving in the bed of the truck. <laughs> maybe they're in quarantine. Why wouldn't they be if that's where all the leaders are? That's, that's true. a great question. We could ask. Yeah. Um, um, hey, thank yeah. you for uh, being so polite and not eavesdropping on us. Um, uh, we wanted to know, where could we find these rangers of yours? These, these um, operators, whatever you want to call them. Well, I was hoping we could meet up with them once we get to Corinth. I mean, the whole program, that military think tank, everything crumbled when Benjix took over. Wait, so Wait. the Power Rangers, you haven't seen them in a year? I mean, I haven't seen them at all. It was just a research program. What? I mean, well, I... Well, those are still going on. You okay, know, well. might have seen some of the experiments or something, but... What, what, what did these experiments consist of, Em, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, you guys look trustworthy. I'm um, very uh, trustworthy. You tell me a secret, and I only tell, like, three people. To be honest, we're just lost, <laughs> and we need some help. And, like... The world is about to end. I don't know what's the point of keeping all these secrets. Yeah, well, that's true. a way of looking at you know it. What? Sure. That's that's a great way of looking at it. My name is Marvin. Nice to meet you. Uh, she's as she's driving. She kind of 
does this because yeah. you're in the back nice of the truck. You threw the little window, uh, and I guess your face would be have to be oh next God. to her <laughs> face if you're talking to her, right? I'm kind of overimposing and myself like, on her. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice to meet you. You get a, a whiff of her uh, big frizzy hair too, and it's very Ooh, dusty and earthy smelling. Hey, so from my perch on top of the sure. back of a truck, yeah. <laughs> what does the city of Corinth look like as we approach? Is it damaged? Is it in good shape? Like, what, what what are we seeing, or what am I seeing from my uh, from my uh, you know my hay position? Hey. Um, well, right now you are approaching a city that you can't really tell. It's just a silhouette of buildings. Um, but if you if you ask, maybe you'll find a little bit more information from M. And if I was in the truck, I would do that. <laughs> um, so M was about to explain to you what she saw. Yeah. So. Uh, these Ranger Series operators, I think they tried to gather just the smartest, strongest, fastest people that they could find to operate these. Uh, kind of an elite force to protect citizens. And did these operators have suits of armor? Yes, they did. A fantastic um, fabric that could cover their bodies Was there and protect them. Ones? I don't know if I remember. Wait. Uh, thank you, Em. And so, uh, as you guys continue to talk, uh, you're gonna hear this, Chloe, because you're in the front seat. She finally, it sounds like, and then there's a message on the radio. And, and you can hear, and then a, a woman's voice comes through the radio, and you hear, if you can hear my voice, go now to the dome city of Corinth. It is the only place you can be safe. But you have to make it inside before, the defense shield is activated. Please hurry. And then it gets cut out. Okay, and then I, I'm gonna yell toward the back. Guys, I just heard the lady that Em was talking about. She wasn't lying. It's a real thing that saying we need to go to Corinth because the defense shields are gonna act. Actually, I forgot halfway through what she was saying. That's, we got the gist of it. We okay. just gotta we, get over to Corinth yeah. as soon as possible because these defense shields go up. Not only will we be out, but so could all these civilians. Yeah, and we can't really do much to make this car any faster. This thing is a relic. So then we just wait and hope that we arrive to Corinth soon. Mm -hmm. well, um. Uh, Em actually hears you talking about that message. Yeah, I wasn't making that up. Everybody's been hearing that. Actually, most of us have been trying to tune in any kind of radio or communication device, and we've been getting that message consistently about twice an hour. Whoa. When did it start? Oh my goodness, several weeks ago. It's been going for a while. That's why I'm so nervous. Maybe the shields have already been activated. I have no way to keep track. And the communication has been all taken over by Vengix, so it's not like I could just call him up over in Corinth. Well, and I think, I feel pretty good about it. I feel like there's still time. So I think we're gonna make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. always hope, right? Yes, there is. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm sorry, I wasn't like, you know, saying I didn't believe you or anything. I'm just catching up on everything. Mm -hmm. A lot that I've missed. So the fact that these guys can morph, there must mean that they have somehow, they have access to the ranger grid, or the morphing grid, and something that we aren't really aware of doing yet. Wait a second. You roll for that. As Time Force cadets, I'm not quite sure if you would be aware of the ins and outs of the morphing grid. Oh no, we made, I made it up last week. 
Uh, we talked about, we called it the grid, the energy grid. We could, <laughs> but I'll roll for it anyways. <laughs> oh. Six. All right, very well. You may have heard a line or two from uh, <laughs> other classmates, but it's, of, it's kind of a, like urban legend uh, kind of level. If they have access to something, like the energy that we use to fuel our Zords, maybe we could use that energy to help reboot Alpha, <gasps> reboot our ship, and somehow jump back in time. That would be amazing. If it works, I mean, we got to remember that this is not our world. So who knows if what kind of energy works here is different than what ours are. But yeah. we can at least have hope that it could try. Always. Yeah, you're right. Got it. We Always. can jump back in time and take the whole world with us. What? I don't know if we can. I don't know if I mean, Problem I solved. Shit. Best part, have you been <laughs> eating birds, one stone. Best part, have you been eating some of my old candy? Yes, why? It's definitely not good <laughs> anymore. Okay, is that why my stomach has been turning? Maybe, and a little bit of your brain. Okay, uh, I got it. Hey, Vesper. Yes. Lean over to this side of the truck for a second. What? I want to I talk to you. <laughs> uh, Vesper, you want to come back out? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make space. Okay, I I guess if I die at early death, Eddie, it's it's on you. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Can I blame that on you too? <laughs> sure, I guess so. <laughs> How's our progress toward Corinth as we move towards the rectangle shadowy uh, blob. As you are, are uh, headed towards that silhouette, it gets clearer and clearer. Now you get a sense that you're at on the outskirts of a, a small but quaint city. And uh, you see ruins of buildings, but they look like they were apartment buildings, shopping malls. Like a, It's just a really nice place to live. Um, uh, park benches, Parks, but they're all ruined, businesses. Right? However, they look abandoned. The windows are all like dusty and grayed out. Uh, anything that would have looked like an illuminated sign is turned off. And uh, you'll notice on the uh, the little meter that you've been sitting on uh, that the radiation in this level is is lower than one. Hmm. As we kind of get closer and closer into the city, now kind of driving through it. So I crawl out of the window. Hey. What up? <laughs> what, what up? Uh, is, is everything all right? I mean, I know this has been a crazy time and everything, but, you know, since we're all kind of getting to know each other and all that kind of stuff, I just was wanting to check and make sure you were okay and stuff. Um, you know, check in with me. I mean, uh, I'll let you go. Barf! Okay, stop stop right. eavesdropping! You're right, you're right. <laughs> I, I hop into the car next to Chloe. So, I don't know, I just, I have this feeling and I thought maybe it would go away once I became a ranger. But do you ever feel like you're different or special? I mean, I know everybody's special, but do you feel like you're especially special? Because I felt like that since I was a kid, like maybe I'm meant for something more and I always just felt kind of different. And, you know, I was adopted and I thought maybe once I found my new ranger family, if I became a power ranger, then I'd have my family and I would stop feeling like an orphan, but I don't. I didn't know that you were adopted. I, I mean, I understand that there's always different things about each of us that can make us different, but that's what's cool about this team is we're all different. I mean, you know, Jack is this, oh, I'm Jack of hardcore, and, and Chloe's like, yay, burritos and rainbows. And Mark's like, something's happening. I'm going to run before everyone else. We well, all heard that. <laughs> okay, I'll stop you jumping, I swear. I heard that too. That was a good impression of me. Wait, and, what is I? Me. <laughs> well, you're, 
Vesper and you know tech and you say some weird things from time to time, but you always are there for all of us and you're, 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 you're cool and stuff. Beautiful, say beautiful, Eddie. Beautiful? Be say beautiful, yeah, you're, you're, she's right, Chloe's right. And you're be beautiful, too. Aww. Well, okay, can everybody plug their ears for a second? I have some important ranger private business to discuss with my friend. Wait, us too? Not you. Oh, okay, we're good. So, as you, oh, uh, as we should plug our ears, right. As you uh, talk to Eddie, um, Vesper, um, the sky is getting a little dark. So, I know that, of course, we're on ranger business right now, mm -hmm. but because you've been such a good friend and you're, you're helping me get to, to open up to people and to, to really live my life the way a normal person should, I was wondering if, you know, just, just one time, I mean, if, can, well, would you maybe, if you want to, you don't have to say yes, possibly maybe take me out on one date after, the, after this is done. After we beat the alliance, after we have uh, put this, figured out what's going on here in the future, just you know, for experience. Ah, ah. I'm not really plugging my ears. Me neither. You know. I hope they don't know. Given the circumstances of possible in the world and everything. Say yes. Say yes. Eddie. Uh, I say yes. I I would totally <laughs> love to. Yes. That's yeah. my man. For 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 like you said, for your for your research. No, I'll no, give you the full no, experience. No, 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 maybe go to a a shooting range for our laser guns and maybe <laughs> maybe uh, go to a dojo and beat up those, you know, those things that are shaped like bodies, but oh, they're not fun. really bodies. Never done that before, but hey, sure, whatever. Yeah, okay. Don't tell anyone. If you do, deal off. Okay. And I will break a leg. Your leg. Wow. As long as it's not mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, With your ranger wrench that I gave you. I looked to the I looked to the back to see them two talking, Jack sitting there just really uncomfortable. <laughs> I was already going back there, buddy. Uh, uh, Marvin, it's practice dummy. I mean, what? it's a it's a practice dummy. It's a practice dummy, right, 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 sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jack, you may be a little preoccupied as the sky is getting a little dark. And uh, the wind is starting to pick up. Mm. Maybe storms brewing. You guys, doom, doom, doom. Mm -hmm. Take so, a uh, look at this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I look oh. out the window as well. What do we see? Uh, you see dark, kind of swirling clouds. It looks like a storm is about to hit. Uh, where you guys are, and uh, the truck now, M has decided to stop, and she has kind of entered, it seems like the heart of a, the city, kind of a big, you know, city square, it has kind of an entertainment kind of look. Is it still all abandoned, boss? Is it all it is still, still derelict? It is all still abandoned, mm. cobwebs, broken um, park benches, and uh, she just parks right next to what looks like a empty outdoor stage. You get the sense of maybe this was a, a kind of central meeting or entertainment area for this town, but it's kind of eerie being so abandoned and uh, things that look like they could have been landscaping are all like dried and shriveled up. I'm gonna hop out of the bed of the truck and, mm -hmm. and kind of come down to the passenger side near M and is the window down right now, currently? Yes. 
Um, M, why are we stopping here? I mean, this, this doesn't look like it's protected by anything. Yeah, I don't know. And she looks up into the sky and she's like, maybe we better take cover. I, I, don't, I don't want you guys riding in the back there, bouncing up and down. How's the radiation? Uh, th th it's a, it is a 1.15. So it's kind of hovering. It's a little lower than it was earlier. Yeah. But, but what, what is this? What is with, with this weather, Em? And then uh, as you look, uh, as she and the rest of you guys look towards the back of the caravan vehicles, they're also slowly driving up and uh, stopping. And you can see from the distance where you just traveled, there must be a storm that's been chasing and following you guys. Oh. And uh, she's like, I mean, I think we better take cover and maybe we can find some supplies in this town. Corinth's quite, quite a ways away, maybe what, two days. What about everyone else? How is How are we gonna fit everyone into this place? I mean, she looks around and there are these like abandoned buildings. Maybe we can take refuge in each other's cars or pitch some tents. I have uh, two tents in the back of my car. Maybe we can go inside these buildings. So I'll take one tent. You guys mm -hmm. take the other one. Mm -hmm. Guys, if this is truly radiation we're experiencing, a tent is not going to cut it. No. We need as much concrete and earth in between us and the rad source as possible. So we need to be looking at these buildings, basements, maybe a bank vault. It seems a bank this, vault. Seems the situation has gotten really intense. I'm using humor to diffuse the situation, to make light of this situation. Am I doing okay? You're doing great. It was, it was, it was very cute. Thank you, thank you. Can uh, you just throw dirt on the tent? Em overhears you, Jack, and, he's, and she says, yeah, I, I think you're right, a bank vault. Oh, that's such a good idea. And she kind of starts scouting kind of the perimeter of the area, uh, kind of the edge of the shops and other buildings that are surrounding this uh, open piazza with the uh, outdoor stage and uh, she actually sees uh, one shop but the glass has been broken into and so she kind of steps in uh, kind of exploring and then she kind of disappears into the back of that uh, shop. I'm gonna follow her. Okay. I'm gonna follow I'm already, Jack. I'm already on the foot. I'm, I'm gonna follow Marv. Okay so the three of you follow M into this uh, building and then you realize it was some kind of maybe ice cream shop or a gelato shop or something, except for the glass cases are just empty um, metal bins with sticky like uh, fluid that has kind of dried up and gotten hard, uh, dull green and dull pink and dull yellow. Oh. But you hear her uh, in the back and uh, she's like, hey guys, come over here. Uh, yeah, sure, I run I'll follow. And then uh, in the back of the shop, uh, there's a, sec a section for preparing food. There are machines to make uh, ice cream or gelato. And there's actually a really big uh, freezer that you can walk into. It's non-functional, right? It's non-functional. There's no electricity in this place and it's kind of dark back there. Is she already back there by the freezer? Yeah, she's standing outside the freezer. She hasn't opened it? Uh, she has not opened it. Wait, M, M, wait a minute. I mean, generally, you know, people keep food in these things. Uh -huh. So when they go bad, it could be really bad. Yeah, but you were saying a bank vault. I mean, I haven't seen one around here. We can look for one. Does it open? Does this thing open? Let's ch try, check it out. 
All right, so you roll d6 for me. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a three. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to budge. Yeah. It seems uh, yeah. kind of very oh. sticky. God, we use and M says, uh, do you want a hand with that? Um, yeah, I could use a hand with this. And then she uh, looks around and she finds something that looks like a fire extinguisher. And she does this. Whoa, dear God! To, to the handle. Uh, let's roll together as a teamwork thing. That is a four. All right. Lucky day for you. Um, and so once she knocks that open, uh, you see the door budge Whoa. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you remind me of a friend of mine. You hear kind of a the seal kind of opening, and it's sticky. It's like, oh. As the door oh. of this uh, fridge opens. Oh, Jack, you were right. Oh, that's mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. oh. I open it, and yeah. uh, can I flash a light in there? To see yeah. What I... yeah, you can. <laughs> What do you oh. see? And what oh do you see is uh, a lot of plastic containers. They look like they've been sealed very well, but then they have other um, kind of things that are wrapped in paper and they reek really horribly of maybe like cheese or dairy or oh. rotten milk. I mean, this is great, but if we clear it out, we can maybe fit a dozen people in here. That's we it. That's might die from stink poisoning. We need to find something yeah. else. Look, there's got to be an underground around here somewhere. Look, if there's a subway in this part of whatever the city is, the outskirts of Corinth, then that would be great. But we've got to find it. Um, M over here is you a subway. That would be really neat. Uh, this is Omega City. I think they only have a light rail that travels above ground. Oh, dang. And you don't know of any banks or anything? Oh, I'm here. sure there's banks around here somewhere, but this isn't my town. We got to look around. Uh, and even if we can get into the bank, I mean, I don't know if a fire extinguisher is going to break one of those locks. You know, this is this is not a bad place for at least some people to stay. Maybe we could help clean it up and, I don't know, let some people stay in here should they need to. Why if we, we cleaned it out, I Why mean, don't we use one of our blasters and set it to a low setting and try to incinerate this material before we enter this uh, oh, dairy oh, farm? That's not a bad idea. All right, uh, so you decide to take your blaster out of your little uh, ranger pocket dimension. It looks like Chloe. Do you want to, uh, wait, wait, which one do you want to use? Uh, the electro booster 2.0? Can I see the card? Wait, am I looking, the hyperblade blaster? Yeah, hyperblade blaster, yeah. absolutely. How much damage does it do? 10. Ten. Ten. And it uses two, two energy. Two energy. So oh. we're gonna mark that down two energy. And But I'm gonna do something really amazing to wow you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do backflip cartwheel, then I'm gonna laser it all up from the beginning to the end and be real ranger like. Yo everyone stand back. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this stink so good. Chloe, uh, <laughs> have at it. You're gonna have to roll for that one. <laughs> I'd help you, but I'll probably just make you fail. No, that's okay, I got this one. <laughs> I got a three. Um, 50, 50. <laughs> as you uh, aim your blaster, you attempt your backflip cartwheel, <laughs> and as you try to come around, and shoot, you actually uh, aim off the floor uh, and you slip on some sludge. Can I catch it? Uh, roll to 
catch. Set. Please catch me. That is a four. Uh, luckily, Marv catches you Whoa, on the hey. way down, Marv, but boy. you got your feet in some sludge that started oh, oozing out oh, of the gross. fridge, and oh. the blasts ricochet kind of off into the floor to the ceiling of the uh, walk-in freezer and then down into the stuff, and now it's ablaze. <laughs> and then Ooh. Em is like, what the heck are you guys doing? And she, and she picks up that fire extinguisher that she used to break the handle and goes, <laughs> See, now it smells like smoke and not like and, raw uh, stuff. And now it smells like smoke and some kind of strange chemical from oh, the uh, fire, ex water, finger, fire extinguisher. I know you were impressed. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, there is a back door out of uh, this shop, and she starts um, kind of collecting things, maybe an effort to just leave it in the back door behind the shop. Hey, Eddie, Vesper, what's, what's the situation like back out there? What are the people like? Uh, is everything going okay? Everything seems to be pretty calm out here. Is Chloe around? Uh, yeah, Chloe's here. Chloe? Can, you, can you ask her if she packed any burritos? I'm really hungry. Hey, uh, Vesper, this is Chloe. Hi, it's Vesper. Hi, hey, Chloe. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? Listen, I'm in a bit of a situation. I have sure. this sludge stuff on my feet. Gross. I'm like trying to and decide my face. if I should eat it or like, I don't know how I'm gonna get it off my feet. Uh, I, Marv is a very large canvas for wiping things. Just wipe it on Marv? Oh, please, Just no, I've already got it on my face. <laughs> what if I wipe it on Jack? Well, oh. it, he's already got it on his face, so I don't think it's gonna be too much of a bother if you wipe it on his back. No, I need Jack. Wipe it no, on Jack. No, not on Jack. Jack is no. Don't sure. don't do that to poor Jack. Wait, what about me? Uh, Eddie. Also, I have the what's burritos. What's the signal like? How how's the signal doing? Uh, it's it's fine. Eddie, are you? Are you <laughs> to me? Yeah, I'm li I'm listening. I'm listening. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Everything's good out here. No, 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 I mean, it's still dark and everything, but nothing bad is happening. Okay. Or nothing worse is do, happening. Do you, do you guys think you guys should? could start rounding people up so that way we could start to consolidate as a group just so no one gets left behind? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, hurry it up. I'm uh, helping M empty all this sludge out of here. Nice try, Chloe. Hey guys, Eddie, has, Eddie is acting strange. He's, uh, he's acting all giddy and happy. I think my humor was too much for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's probably it. Please Good advise. One, yeah, I like her humor. <laughs> I bet you do, buddy. <laughs> Shut uh, up, please Mark. get those guys. Please. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, right, of course. Of course. Vesper, I have like six burritos. Maybe I could run them up to you and you could split them up and give them to people? Wait a second. You roll D6. You tell me how many burritos you have. I you. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, this era, I gotta be a little bit more strict. This is a different world, bro. <laughs> burritos crossed a mention. Oh, shoot. I don't know which one was which. <laughs> That's a six and a four. I don't know which one you hit too. I'm sorry. Just reroll. I wish it. Woo, you should have taken the four. I have two burritos. Yep, two burritos. Enough for a friend. Also, I want to give you a, a point of energy for catching your friend there, Marv. Nice, nice I, I forgot. And also for helping M clean the sludge. That's very sure. no, sorry. considerate uh, of you, Vesper, uh, you're, you're breaking up. What? what? I can hear sorry, you just uh, you're, fine. You're breaking up. Sorry. What? Oh, OK. Jack's being weird, I'll help him clean. Meanwhile, uh, some of the people in the caravan, uh, they've also started uh, moving outside of their vehicles. You, Vesper and Eddie, if you're not uh, two into each other, we'll see this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they're, they're also just kind of scouting around <laughs> for any kind of supplies, materials. Uh, looks like one family is 
gathering just like dry wood or things that are flammable. I would go check on that family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, are you guys all right? It looks like you're trying to pick up some wood there or something. Yeah, so when you go up to them, there's a kind of an older blonde woman and uh, a blonde gentleman. They look like a couple and uh, d different different couple than like the Winchesters. They, they actually are just very plain, with kind of thin, worn out uh, t-shirts and they look very hurried and they're just collecting wood and they're like, I don't know, it's getting cold. Maybe we'll start a fire tonight or something. You never know. Just we're going to take everything that we can from here. Okay, well, I can help out a little bit. All right, so I'm going to give you a point of energy for uh, helping. You just uh, gather firewood with this family that you've just uh, met. Mm -hmm. And I look around and I, I want to see find somebody to help. Sure. Uh, maybe you see Chaz come out of uh, his vehicle and he's, you know, got this lovely hair. And out falls after him are what looks like maybe his parents, uh, the Winchesters. And they're, they're dressed very nice. Uh, blue suits, uh, his, uh, himself and his father, uh, like gold buttons, uh, light uh, tan khaki pants, leather shoes combed hair and the, mo and the mother is just kind of looking around and she looks like she despises this place and she sees you and she sees other people coming out of the caravan and she's kind of like i am beneath all these people so i walk up to them mm -hmm. and i walk straight up to chaz yeah excuse me sir i noticed you that again i noticed that your hair is very long and luxurious not very ergonomic for times of dire need it must be difficult to shampoo and clean that hair so i take out my hyperblade and I say, I am offering, as a community service, free haircuts. Free haircuts? Yes. Uh, like reach out and just grab. Uh, he like slaps your hand away. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna roll. Go ahead. Gosh, that's pretty Okay, um, he attempts to slap your hand away, uh, but you uh, pull your hand, or you, uh, yeah, you, uh, you actually grab him. It's very awkward. And then he's like, oh, unhand me, you commoner. Do I see or hear any of this? Um, you were busy uh, with that family with the firewood, but you can roll. Not oh. reading why he's, I just assume it's a handshake. You're very welcome, sir. You're so welcome. Uh, what did you roll? Four. Um, no, you do not hear this uh, kerfuffle. I'm sure Vesper is fine. Mm -hmm. So I, I hold his hand and I say, you don't have to thank me, for I am Vesper the Great, as your people have dubbed me. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to help you. So I reach out and I just kind of shear off a lock of his hair. Uh, roll for that. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Yes. Two. Oh. Uh, uh, you get close enough to, yes, shear off a few locks of his hair. And he, and he, you're still holding onto his hand and he's like, what, get, get, the, get away from me. What are you doing? You're not being helpful. Guys, guys, how's, how's everything going? Are you guys rounding everyone up like I asked? I'm helping grabbing some wood for this family. Vesper, what are you up to? I, I attempted to cut a man's hair. What? But what? what? No. He's not responding well, so I'm going to use my humor. Uh, uh, he hears you talking about cutting... This girl's a loony! Get me out of here! I, I don't understand <laughs> commoners at all! Maybe actually try to group up people. Okay, alright. I have like two burritos. I'm gonna cut these up and entice people to, you know, group You're together You are a genius! Team, I'll, I'll team, team, the gelato cooler is clear. We're ready. Alright, we're gonna go back that in. corner over there, Jack. Why don't you 
Help me clean that up over there. As uh, I run here, away. Give me your coat for a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, do not touch my coat. <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, the sky gets even darker over Omega City, where you guys have parked, and it starts to pick up uh, some kind of mix of wind, moisture, and sand blowing back and forth we now don't feel like across. Inside, right? uh, no, you can hear it, and because the, gl um, the glass window of that shop was exposed, some of it started to come in in big waves through the window. We need to get the people in the caravan inside right now. Let's go. Guys, uh, it's Eddie. It's getting really bad out here. I'm going to exit the building and go try to help shepherd people inside. I go with him. Uh, both roll a d6. Uh, five. Awesome. So uh, as you make your way right outside the door, you're just taken aback and it pushes you. Uh, this is an enormous force. And then people, they, but they see you in your direction and they're kind of like trying to make their way. Everyone, over here. And over then, here. Uh, the family that was gathering firewood, they kind of hold on to their bundle and they like make their way. The, the wife, the husband, and a, a, a daughter who is teenager with short blonde hair they make their way towards the shop and then uh the winchesters also they make their way towards the shop uh a total of 15 people make their way towards the shop and they kind of carefully like go through the glass and they're all kind of in that area now where uh the melted gelato cases were uh, this, um, this way this way this way um make sure everyone's okay over there uh do you happen to know what the head count is with your group how many people are there in total um Oh my 15 God, plus me is 16, and then 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So 21 all together. Oh, so this oh, is everyone. everyone. Yeah, this is everybody, okay. I think, Ooh. yeah. You so, think? I'm still counting. Uh, okay, yeah, nice. this is everybody. Now okay. that we're here, I'm going to try to calm everybody down. So I get to like a place that's maybe on top of a counter. I say, hello, everybody. I come up next to her, just like watching her. Hello, I would like to, to engage in humor with you. So imagine that you are in a tent and you are doing a tently activity and I say to you, boy, this is intense. <laughs> and, uh, roll a d6 for me. Oh, Vesper, you're so adorable. Six. Uh, <laughs> I start clapping They actually loudly. like look up at you and uh, that Chaz, even though you cut a little bit of his hair, he's like, this girl, didn't I say she's a loony? <laughs> And he just like roars with this like really ugly like <laughs> kind of laugh. Ew. And uh, also his family seems to have also the same laugh and they also are like <laughs> Guys, I, I should learn another joke. This is going very well. That was a great joke. I mean, he's got a plenty of great jokes. Oh yeah. You're so funny. You should teach me another joke sometime. Hey, Jack, sure. come on. Um, I pulled Jack to the side. I think that no matter what happens, this is all great, but we should, one of us should at least keep a lookout. Maybe we could take turns? No, agreed, but we need to move people out of the front of this shop. That broken glass could break and fracture and injure them. Yeah, we gotta go. Let's get yeah. them inside. Uh, guys, uh, come this way. We have some, we don't have any nice gelatos. I'm not gonna lie to you. There, there's safety over to this side. It yeah. doesn't smell that bad. We've got an old freezer. It smells like smoke and really, really old gelato, but it'll keep you. We also it'll have some team building activities. 
Oh, really? Why don't you guys engage him in that? I'll go ahead and uh, keep watch. Yeah, party games. Ooh. Okay, so the first game we could do uh -huh. is we can like line everybody up and yeah. like like throw punches and then see if they block them. Marv and I are gonna walk Ooh. out towards the front of the shop and check out the sky like cops. As we do, I'm gonna pull talk to him and I'm gonna say, uh, "Hey, man, um, a couple days ago that whole incident happened with you and uh, you know." near death and everything and it's really got me thinking i forgive you man all right marv it's tough to talk about that because i was unconscious no no i mean like i forgive you not for being unconscious for getting me fired man what do you mean you know this is a longer conversation that we can have right now look at this guy but i will say this i'm not the reason you got fired what? Sorry, I couldn't hear. Come on, we've got to check this out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you guys are talking, you hear a commotion in the background. Uh, where are you guys? Vesper, Chloe, uh, um, Eddie? I'm singing a song where to, the, to the people. Back. We're in the back. In the back of the people. All right, so uh, as everybody kind of heads towards the back, that uh, back door actually flings open uh, because the wind had kind of ripped that door open and it's like, now it's Oh, and then you can, uh, you hear a strange humming. All of us do? It's, uh, it would be the people in the back of the Dang shop it. first. It would be Andre, uh, excuse me, Eddie, <laughs> Chloe, and uh, Vesper. You hear a I, I, there's something going on in the back of the door. Not to mention open. I don't, we're gonna check it out. You guys no, no, check it don't out. check it out, guys. I think it's one of those drone robot bad guy things. We uh, need to like close this door. If, if they see us in here, it could jeopardize everyone. You guys right. close the door. I will distract them. Well, what were you saying, Jack? It's so loud out here. I can't hear you. I said I'm, I'm not the reason that you got what. Man, what so uh, what what is going on in the atmosphere? That, the the hum that's starting from the back of the shop, it kind of picks up louder and louder and louder. Humming? A big shadow actually approaches closer and closer and closer, and then uh, some shots, bright lights are fired at the ground. In our direction or in their um, direction? At the back of the, the back shop, of and then this uh, drone or flying robot makes its way, and now Jack. And uh, Peter can hear, can see a, uh, a like plane kind of take off, and it looks like it's coming back around again. Whoa! Hey, Jack, duck! And then the people, uh, they heard those blasts in the back of the shop, and they're like huddled down, and they're screaming. I'm gonna shut the door. I'm gonna try to shut the door. Yeah, you shut the door. Everyone, get inside the freezer quick. This is the safest place to be. Jack, we, we better go inside and warn people. We should. I think they know already. One of us should keep an eye on this thing to make sure that it doesn't come down to street level and start to shoot up the inside of the shop. Well, if they already know, I mean, they, they got three rangers in there. I, I can, I can stay here with you. All right. Now let's stand our ground. Um, roll to close the door. Five. Five. Uh, so it's. Very, it's like flapping violently and maybe you uh, almost get hit with it, but you're able to grab uh, onto the handle and you get a great grip on it and you just shut the door closed. And all of a sudden that room seems very, very dark as uh, there, there are no windows in oh. this room and all the light is coming from the front of the shop. Meanwhile, Jack and... Uh, Marvin. Why do I'm saying this? 
Jack and Marvin, uh, as you kind of look out through all the debris that's going through the storm, uh, there are some figures and you can hear uh, robotic sounds uh, coming closer and closer towards you. I'm drawing my weapon. All right. I too am drawing my weapon. All so right. I want to distract everybody inside, so I start singing them a song. We're not going to die today. There's nothing scary happening outside. We're from 3016. We are Power Rangers team. Yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you roll for that song? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic performance, though. <laughs> gelato shop who is taking cover, you know, it seems like this is the first time they've actually been able to hear some entertainment in a very, very long time, and people seem relaxed and comforted by your song. Guys, I use my dulcet tones to relax the humans in this area. Uh, guys, we, we have some trouble out here. I, I mean, that's great, Vesper. I, that's actually really awesome. Thank but, you. um, anyways, uh, there are, seem to be some robots coming our way. Uh, How's everything going back there? Well, the door flung open, but I got shut, and then Vesper used her awesome voice to calm everyone down. We have, I, I uh, Eddie, I'm gonna give you a point for shutting the door. I think that's really great. Did, uh, did point I point of energy? Did I move everyone into the freezer? Uh, I think you would. I wouldn't okay. make you roll for that. I think I think you would. Okay, in situation. Um, we have everyone in the freezer, so they're pretty safe. But it's really dark in here. Okay, well, we'll try to hold off whatever's out here. You guys make sure everyone stays safe. We'll do, but let us know if you need us. We'll call from backup. What's going on with that crazy flying robotoid? Um, you hear it kind of go off into the distance. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, that sound is silent. Did it's, it spot us initially? Do we uh, know? Can we tell? Roll d d6 for me. Okay. I got a three. Uh, you're not quite sure. You're not an aviation officer. Fair enough. Uh, this is another world, another time, and uh, it didn't make a direct hit, so you're just kind of unsure. Maybe it's the weather. Maybe they did see you, uh, but they did kind of rush off. Um, here you go. This is a time for your popcorn initiative. I wrote you new name cards, and there is a few robots getting closer and closer, and before you can even see their faces, uh, I, I'm three hide. shots will be fired uh, towards oh, the front of the no shop. They're like laser blaster beam type shots uh, right at the front, and uh, go ahead, roll to defend my friends in the front of the Wait store. a minute. Come on, man. That is a two. We're the Power Rangers. We got this. Six. Six. That is, I All right. Uh, two of the shots miss, but one actually hits you uh, right in the arm, the left arm right there. Oh, close to the shoulder, but not not, not quite there, so I'm okay. Oh. Right. How far away are these advancing assailants? Um, roll a d6. Okay. A five. It's really hard to tell. Okay. The storm is 
moving back and forth, but you get the sense that they aren't moving closer. Maybe they're trying to scope out using some kind of sniper or ranged attack first. Do we hear uh, the blast inside? Roll a d6. Six. Six. Yes, you did. You hear and you probably also heard um, Marv get hurt. Shoot. Uh, I'm gonna popcorn it over to Jack, since you uh, witnessed your friend get hurt there and some figures approaching. Well, since I can't tell how close they are, I'm gonna change my uh, Hyperblade Blaster into its Hyperblade configuration, mm -hmm. and I am going to get all Mifuni in the street and prepare myself for any attack. All right, sounds great. Uh, so you're just readying yourself. Yes. Okay, Jack, who are you gonna popcorn to it? It's next? gonna go over to my shoulder blade. Eddie? Mar no, Mar Marvin, no, Mar Marvin, 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 okay. shoulder blade. Oh, your Come physical on, shoulder blade. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm not well. You. Yeah, the, the other physical right. shoulder blade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, find a, uh, can I climb on the top of the building? Roll D6. Uh, I cannot. That is a one. Roll again. That is a three. Um, you attempt to kind of climb. It, it looks like one of those, um, it's like a column mm -hmm. and a, a, with a decorative plant around it and it has like a little trellis. But as you try to climb it, you get the sense like maybe you can raise yourself a few feet, but not make it all the way to the roof. Okay, uh, if I'm looking up from mm -hmm. a few feet higher, do I sure. see anything differently? Uh, roll d6. That is a four. Maybe about 10 yards away, you see uh, five robot humanoid shaped figures. All right, guys. Um, I've got eyes on them. There are five robot humanoid figures. Five of them. I repeat, there are five. How's, how's the situation going inside the shop? Everything is pretty calm here. Um, we may need at least one of you guys to back us up. Okay. Um, I... I'll, I'll start something. I'm, I'm going to look for a rock around me, and uh, I'm gonna, or any broken rubble. I'm going to toss it slightly to the side of their direction to kind of distract them. Um, roll d6. Six. Uh, so as you're kind of just fishing around, uh, you can actually uh, touch kind of the, the low part of the roof and it looks like it's made out of um, ceramic or terracotta tiles. And so you're able to grab one of those loose and you fling that uh, in, your uh, in your direction. So uh, roll for the attack. Five. All right. As you throw the ceramic tile off in their direction, uh, the wind, a big gust of wind actually catches it and it just throws it spinning off to the side. Does you know, it distract them though? Um, that's all I want to do. I don't want to try to hit them. No. Oh, well. No. Uh, that's the end of your turn, Mar. Did it, I did it, guys. I distracted them. <laughs> and, uh, all right, Vesper, what do you have for me? Can I attack them in here? You're in the back of the gelato shop, but you did hear the shots fired in the and, front yeah, of the shop. Okay. And I, I relate it to you guys. But also, there were some shots that were fired in the back. I mean, that what is between you and the enemy is the door that Eddie is holding closed. Eddie, I'm gonna go out there. Let me in. Are you sure? Yes. Well, so I wanna run out. Sure. Outside the door. Be careful. I will. 
Um, and what so do you, I see? You're going to run outside, outside the of front. the door. Yeah, outside okay. the front. What do you see? Um, roll d6. Three. So you see Marv kind of up on the side here, climbing like a plant trellis, pots, something, hanging off the edge of the uh, kind of oh. roof. Hey, Vesper, you're here. I just distracted him. Or maybe him. it's just like an awning. And then uh, you see Jack to your side. Um, and then you see some movement that looks like figures off into the storm. Maybe they're by the stage? Or what was the stage or a broken fountain? So I want to run towards them and do a sweep and a jump. Okay. And just see what I hit. Go, go ahead. Just kind of blindly yeah. swinging. Three. Um, so as you kind of rush off into like just the movement, uh, you actually come across uh, two, and you you said a, a sweep and a kick. A kick. Uh, so you actually uh, go real low, uh, using kind of the momentum of the wind from the storm itself, and you uh, slide into one, uh, sweeping one, and then as you're on your way up, you attempt to kick uh, the other. Roll for damage. Can I make a roll for damage? Yes, you can. Yay. So that's plus two. All right. <laughs> I got a one, so three. Okay. Uh, so uh, as you kind of slide into one, it falls over, uh, but you're just uh, able to kind of clip the face of the one that kind of fell over, and uh, you feel it kind of just uh, disappear and disassemble uh, on impact. But you heard another one just kind of get away. Uh, right outside of your hearing. You, you didn't see him, but you, you sensed there was one that just moved. Guys, well, I think I got to, one. I'm close to Vesper. Can, is there, I mean, can, can I see any of this go down, or is it too debris-filled? Uh, roll these six. Okay, got a one. Uh, you, you may hear the commotion, but uh, it's just like, it's like, like, if you could imagine watching something through gods, you know, because there's just, so much like sand and water and wind moving back and forth. Uh, and there's, remember it was a uh, late uh, afternoon when you left. So it's getting now maybe early evening. So it's very dark and there's not a lot of lights. Hey, Jack, I think I got one of them, but another one moved right past me. Do you see anything? I don't see anything. All I see is like a little blips, but then it's like debris and then it's wind, it's gone. I don't, I don't see anything. Keep your eye out. I think it's headed right towards you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Vesper, who would you like the popcorn off? Jack. To? She can't. I already oh. went this round. Uh, Eddie and Chloe still have to go this turn. Hey, Chloe. This round. Yeah. Did you did you hear me? Uh, wait. What did you say? There's <laughs> there's a there's another enemy coming towards you. I I didn't see what it was. But... Inside the building? Yes. <laughs> There's an enemy heading towards you, towards the building? I That's think. what you just said, right? Yes. That's what she thinks. That's what I believe. That's what she believes. Eddie? Um, so there's a there's a thing coming right now. Vesper just said there's a, a thing coming. Okay. Um, what who okay, it's fine. Everything's fine. Be calm, be cool. Im, are you able to Stand guard in front of this freezer and make sure that no one leaves. 
Absolutely, I'm here to protect these people. I've been protecting them even before I met you guys. I got this. She kind of arms herself with the fire extinguisher. And you're a classy lady. Now go help your friends. All right. Uh, I'll oh. Also, uh, real quick, Vesper, I'm gonna give you a point of energy for uh, taking care of that one enemy down there. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> okay. Also, so, if you would you like to roll about the enemy that was headed towards the front of the shop? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Six. Uh, you thought there was an enemy headed towards the front of the shop? And there is one. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie? Um, Eddie's still holding on to the back door, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, M says she's taking care of the freezer. I'm gonna run out there and see what I can do. Okay. You okay? Yeah, I'll hold on to the back door. All right, if you need me, I'll come back in an instant. Just let me know. All right, be uh, safe out there. Thanks. I'm actually really scared. This is terrifying. I know you can do it, Chloe. I believe in you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Okay, and then I'm gonna run out and see Look around and see if I can see anything. Um, roll a d6. Somebody have good vision. Six. Six. Ah, so you see to your right, Jack. You see to your left, Marv kind of hanging off one of the columns on the side of the building. You see uh, Vesper, she's down on the ground. And then you can just see kind of surrounding her, there are uh, maybe three other um, kind of robotic figures who are making kind of and uh, their sound is kind of carrying through the wind and you can you can hear okay um i'm gonna run over to protect vesper mm -hmm. as i see them circling around here and i'm gonna pull out my uh my hyperblade um and i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna try and like how many is there you see three. I see three? You see three. <laughs> I'm gonna run and I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna kind of like, <laughs> I'm gonna get my, my hyper blade and I'm gonna do like a bit of like a hurricane twist and try and like go and get all three of them in one go. Go ahead. Go, I'm gonna, Chloe, I'm gonna super go. that. Go Chloe, go Chloe. For Vesper! Go Chloe, go Chloe, go. Five? <laughs> yeah. Five. And you already added the two? <laughs> so uh, as you rush uh, out into the open, you feel like, whoa, the wind is very strong and you feel like it's almost lifting you up uh, off the ground, but you're determined. And uh, as you increase your speed, you cut through that wind and you get really close and now everything is getting clearer and clearer. You do see three but you see another one run past towards your friends, uh, Jack and Mar at the shop. And as you attempt to do your hurricane um, uh, jump twist at these enemies, you actually make contact uh, with one of them and that robot actually pushes another one. And so they kind of like slam together while the other one, uh, the third kind of jumps uh, out of the way. Roll for damage. Two. And then wait, I use my hyperblade, so it does not. Oh wait, that you're right. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, what is your? It's automatic ten damage, yeah. right? Uh, you use two energy for that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Had to save my friend. 
So uh, the blade catches on those two that have collided together and they are completely destroyed and you cut very cleanly through their metal bodies. You hear metal on metal, but it, it is able to make it through those two robots and they have been completely sliced in half and um, <clears throat> they are now gone while the other has kind of jumped uh, out of the way. Thank you, Chloe. Whoa, that was crazy. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, you I have like eyes of a bird. Oh my gosh, that's first stop. Oh. Okay, I will stop. I mean, keep going, but sure. Eddie. Yes. I just beat up two things. My uh, my hyperblade cut through them like butter. Oh, I knew you could do it. Thanks, man. Is Vesper okay? Yeah, I just saved her, man. That's so cool. Wait, That's are all you guys out here now? No, Eddie's inside still. I'm still inside. I'm throwing it to him. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna do one of these things. I'm oh. Try something new. So there's uh, Eddie and question mark. Who oh. do you want to popcorn to next? There's some strategy here. Oh. Eddie, I gotta. I'm gonna throw it to question mark. <laughs> well, think about those unknown factors that you may have faced earlier this round. Eddie, I'm confused. <laughs> Go with question. Sure. <laughs> I'm still holding the door, so okay, cool. check things out. Um, a question mark. The questions, it's the question mark turn? I don't know. Okay, all right. That's so a what, giant armed is, drone thing. Is, oh, man. So this is what happens. You hear that buzz now returning closer and closer to the store where you guys have sought refuge. And unfortunately, uh, you hear it, and then um, what happens is it gets closer and closer to the back of the gelato shop, oh. and you feel a pull on the door, Eddie. Uh, roll to, if you want to keep holding the door closed. He's super roll, super roll. Oh, uh, do it. Yeah, I'm a super roll it. Okay, so add two. Three plus two, five. All right, uh, you feel like the door um, kind of struggle. Maybe somebody's pulling it on the other side. And then uh, as you hear the drone kind of uh, get closer and closer, you hear the buzz. And you hear uh, the building now getting hit uh, from the back. Three shots. Oh. Yeah. Uh, question mark's turn is done. And then uh, Eddie. So this, this thing is still holding the door. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't want us to have the people get harmed. And uh, it's, it, the door is connected to a building. So, yes, the door is connected to the building. You're so, holding on to the handle and something is pulling you. All right. Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's just the wind. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> who knows indeed? Wait, uh, what are you gonna do? You're holding on to that handle. I'm gonna I'm gonna try something risky here. Okay. Everyone hold on to something. I'm gonna I'm gonna call on a couple people in the room and I'm gonna give this thing what it wants. I'm going to push so hard that it flings the door open and slams it against the building and then close it right back. Alright, uh go ahead, roll the D6. And I'm gonna super do that. Yeah, super do it. roll it. Alright, M! Chaz! Random really big guy, come here for a second. <laughs> yes. Let's push this door. Open the door. All right. <laughs> oh, lightning bolt. Woo! 
All right, so yes. uh, M yes. also uh, goes and she, while holding the uh, the fire extinguisher, just yeah. kind of puts her whole shoulder into it, and it just like flings open really easily yeah. with the the combined force of M and you. I think Chaz, he was kind of looking, helping in spirit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like he doesn't really want to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, oh and then you, and then you hear crunch and robot sounds. It feels like you just smashed something on the side of the building, and then you're going to attempt to close it, uh, the door, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna actually have you roll again. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. You got that. Super it is one man. turn, but it just seems like a two action that's, kind of that's thing. That's fair. That's fair. Lightning bolt! Yeah! yeah! That is a good uh, dice. And so you pull it close, and then you hear the sound on the other door of robotic metal parts um, kind of fall. You get the sense that you just maybe smashed a robot against the wall like a fly. Now that's an open and shut case. Oh! Uh, I'm gonna give you one point of energy, Eddie, for that. Uh, that was amazing. Em uh, kind of turns over to you while she's holding that fire extinguisher. extinguisher. She gives you a wink and says, Good work. Oh, no. sorry, Em. I already have a date. All right. <laughs> um, Who are you going to popcorn it to next? Oh. Um, oh, anyone's fair game now? Again? Yep. It All could right. be my turn, too. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the end of the round. Okay. Hey. Hey, Mark. Yeah, what's up? Uh, so there was something in the back, but uh, we showed it the door, so to speak. How's things going up there? Uh, it's it's kind of hard to see. I think I could spot four things fighting in the clouds. So I'm assuming two of them are our guys, and the other two are probably robots. I, I think we've got to kind of handle that here. All right. You're a fearless leader, so <laughs> I know you got this covered. No, man, you are. You, you make sure everyone over, over there is okay, all right? Yeah. And at that point, I'm going to jump off. I'm going to s- see if I could um, Can I spot tell Marv something? Something yeah. while waiting for... Yeah. Marv, while I was going in to uh, get three of the robot things where Vesper was, I yeah. saw one whiz past me headed towards you guys. Oh, I think I see it coming. Uh, all right. I don't think he sees me coming. Great. Ooh, all right, good. thanks. Get him. I'm going to wait until he gets closer to the door, and I'm just going to drop kick him from, like, from... Hiding, because it's like pretty hard to see, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for him to get close by, and I'm gonna run up. Surprise, drop kick him in the face. Just like... Okay, uh, go ahead. Can I borrow a duck? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, that's a two. Um, as uh, you attempt to kind of, uh, you do see something kind of whiz by you, and you try to, uh, grab onto him, but all you can kind of grab onto is uh, air, and you hear that um, kind of creature, humanoid or whatever, uh, rush into the building uh, past you. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, one's made it past me. I tried to drop kick it, but for some reason I tried grabbing it instead. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, <laughs> can you can you handle it? I'm gonna try to pop it back to him. Okay. So. This is the beginning of the round, right? Yes, this is the beginning of the round. So this thing that's coming close is... It just rushed past, you don't know this. Oh. But Marv just told you over the comms, like, one's headed your way to the shop. Okay. Um, 
All right. If things are coming over. Uh, Your hands are still on that my door hands are still handle. On the door. Uh. Can I? Can I? Em. Yes. I may need to see what's going on outside. Is it possible that you can hold this door for me? I don't think it's going to be a problem. And she kind of like holds the uh, fire extinguisher low and she grabs onto that handle. I got this. Wow, you're using one hand. I'm, I'm very weak right now. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Em. So now I'm going to go check outside and make sure nothing's okay. coming close. To Are you going saying. through the back or the front of the shop? I'm going to go through the front. You're going to go through the front of the shop. Yeah. Go ahead. And uh, just roll to see what you see. Okay. Two. Um, you see a robot actually headed towards the shop full speed, and then it joins another one. Um, but you also see Jack to the front of the building, and they're both headed to the inside of the shop, and they're right at the threshold. All right. So I'm going to close the door behind mm -hmm. me to make sure the civilians stay safe, mm -hmm. and I'm going to run out and help my friends. The door oh. behind you of the, oh, front. the front door, yeah. You could, but remember also the front window is broken glass. Oh, right. So that true. only does so much. Okay, well, I'm going to stay in my ground. Sure. Because I want to make sure that these robots never make it to the civilians. Yeah. So I'm standing in my ground. Right. And can I, I can't, can I attack any yes. of them? Yeah, I'll give you a attack my distance? for that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull out. There's two headed your way. Two headed my way. All right. Um, I'm sneaky, like a cobra, and it's dark. So <laughs> as they come closer, I'm going to use the shadows to hide. Yeah. Learn a thing or two from your other uh, teammates. Slither and hide, and then when and then try to sneak up from behind them from the back and use my my. Perfect... Maybe from behind the gelato cases. Yes, exactly. All from right. behind the gelato cases, and then use my my patented cobra strength to hit them right in the in the pressure point right. to take them out. Right. Um, go ahead and roll for that. I'm gonna super do it. Yeah. Super yep. roll for it. Let's go, Eddie. Lightning bolt. Play yeah. eight. Yeah. <laughs> what are nice. the chances? Eddie um, is on fire. You said um, a little bit, a little bit of serpent. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm sneaking in through the shadows. The oh robots are coming in closer. They don't see me because I can hide in the darkness. And then I come out from behind the gelato cases hit them in a, in a pressure point that I know distinctly in the third, fourth section of their neck that I know will be a good way of taking them out. And so you, as you kind of emerge like the very serpent itself, uh, you take these two robots by surprise and you're able to, with your, you have very long arms in particular, and you're able to kind of bring one and then like strike it and then hit the other in the side of the neck as you were attempting. Uh, roll, excuse me. You're supposed to roll. Roll for damage. Oh, okay. Four. Uh, and so you get uh, one of them, and then you actually grab them, kind of like push them by the side of their neck, and then you're able to hit both of them, and they kind of clunk uh, on the sides of their neck together and they uh, fall apart. And then uh, as that is happening, you hear in the back, M screaming, oh my gosh, I need help, I need help. And you hear this, her scream uh, from the back 
of the shop and you hear a bunch of commotion and shots being fired in the back of the gelato shop. Oh gosh. Um, and everyone's out front. Uh, are we still in combat initiative? Um, I'm, we, I'm going to break you out of initiative. Okay, I, I hear that and I'm going to run to the back right away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, well, I heard it. I'm gonna run through. Uh, good the job, front Eddie. Door. I'm gonna high five I, I would oh. say you hear it for sure, Eddie. Yeah. Um, you have to roll. Cool. I'm sorry, Myron. That is a three. That is three. You don't hear that. Okay. Uh, I hear it, and I run straight. I run you straight back run in. You run straight back, and when you go back there, um, oh my gosh, what a wreck! The door has been ripped off of the back of the gelato shop. M is like holding on to her fire extinguisher. It looks like she was just spraying at, at some people and a whole bunch of the crowd is completely gone from the freezer. What? They've been taken. No. And what happened? No. M is about to explain what just happened. After the break, oh! after the break, what? we'll be right back. Don't go away. Everybody, I'm Cucumber. I'm Chunk! Mm. <laughs> Whoa! And I am Ryan, your DM. No one cares. Oh. I'm Amber, the token girl. We kind of care. We are Perception Check! A horn sounds. You don't have to repeat every single sound that you hear out in the wild. We're gonna be doing our show here on Hyper RPG on Mondays at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Mondays. Mondays. It'll be already, so already much fun. Over. Yeah. Oh, you know sorry. What? sorry. Repetition sorry. is good. Yeah. Yeah, because then people remember. Nine o'clock. Mondays. Hyper RPG. Yeah. Boom. Mondays. Nine o'clock. Uh oh. Mondays. Uh -oh. Nine o'clock. Careful. Monday. We'll come get you. <laughs> Mondays. Nine o'clock. Mondays. What's up, everybody? Zach here, the GM of Valiant Vanquished here on Hyper RPG every single Wednesday night at 7 p.m. So here's the thing, Valiant Vanquished is the only comic book canon RPG on Twitch. And when I say canon, I mean everything that happens on our RPG could show up in the comic books. And we're actually working with amazing writers like Eric Heiser. He is an Academy Award-nominated writer who is writing for Valiant right now and writing all the future Valiant movies. And we have meetings to talk about where's this show going and how does it tie into the overall Valiant Universe comic books. Now, if you're not reading Valiant comic books, well, you should be, because they're amazing. They're so good, and we're building this show up 
to tie into Harbinger Wars 2, which comes out next year. So everything that happens on this show is tying directly into the comic books, and what's happening in the comic books ties directly into here. Not only that, the show is tied directly with Valiant Comics officially, so they give us discounts on comic books. Uh, we do all sorts of fun giveaways. We have uh, Karen, who is a Psyot. Now, if you don't know what Psyots are, do a quick Google. You'll figure it out really quick. Who can conjure things by drawing them. We have Jay, who is a man who used to be part bloodshot. You'll have to look up that as well. It's, it's all good stuff. You should look it up. But he can control certain chemical balances within other people's bodies. We have Rin. We don't know much about her yet, and I'm not going to tell you any more about her. And we have Noah, who can read people's minds. We used to think she was a sci Now we realize that she is actually part of a magical chain of Bruja, and she has a Loa attached to her that allows her to be really strong and beat the shit out of people. It's absolutely great. And we have DK, who can control the molecular density of his body and get extremely heavy or extremely light. All of it's absolutely amazing. They're extremely young and new at what they're doing so they mess a lot of stuff up they're trying their best to be heroes but this universe is completely unforgiving these guys don't know what to do with the situation that they're put in and they often accidentally make the wrong choices but this universe is not going to be light on them uh, people can die bad things happen it gets really serious but it's also extremely funny all of our cast members are amazing comedians uh, they're all really great you should definitely check out the show every single Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Hey everybody, I'm Burt Jennings. I am Kim Cannon. I'm Emma Fife, and we are the cast of Pencils, Pencils and, and Parsecs, our Star Wars RPG. Here on Hyper RPG, we use the Edge of the Empire role-playing system. I run the, the show, I try to make a story that's uh, fun inside the Star Wars universe, but also has a lot of grit. I play Kilara Faye, she is a Mandalorian smuggler and the captain of the Yojimbo. And I play Io Corvica, a Mary Allen assassin with secrets. Other cast members on the show include Hector Navarro, who plays Herg, a Tagorian. We got Joe Starr, who plays a uh, space pirate. And finally, we have Keith Silverstein, who you might know as the voice of Torbjörn in Overwatch, rounding out our crew as Caleb Seth. Hashtag light. Hashtag dark. What does that mean? That means that you can contribute using bits, tips, subscribers as you're watching the show uh, to affect the story as it's happening. And it's really cool because we have different aligned characters. We also have different tiers of both light and dark. And as those are unlocked, the lights in the room themselves change. So sometimes when it's really dark, it turns really red. And when it goes to the light side, it turns blue. You know, whatever, it's cool. Hashtag dark. Hashtag light. And though we are building our own continuity within the Star Wars universe and telling our own unique story, you guys can jump in at any point. All of our previous episodes are posted on YouTube for subscribers. You have access to our new VODs immediately. However, if you want to catch up on the show, again, we've got a playlist for all of season one, and we are now six episodes into season two. You could also listen to all of our episodes uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you're excited about that, Star Wars, check us out 9 p.m. Pacific Center Time every Friday here on Hyper RPG. May, May the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you. Nailed it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for sticking around on that little short break. Hopefully you got some water, you know, some refreshments, get ready for the next half of the show. I wanted to show you what's in this loot crate box. I mean, it's... Away. Okay, guys, 15 more subs. <laughs> Those are pajama pants. <gasps> one, pajama one, pants, one, shirts. So cool. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, we have multiple sizes, too. 4X, um, 4X, 4X. I, I don't know back there. I don't know. I'll, I'll go look. I'll go look. Uh, and we've got this wonderful limited edition Alpha 55, yeah. some pins, all this stuff. We are 15 subs away from giving this away. And if we hit another 30, we'll do another giveaway. So we have this entire package of stuff. Wow. So 
Uh, all exclusive. You you know, keep those subs rolling in. It means the world to us. You guys subscribe to Hyper RPG. It allows you to watch whatever you missed immediately instead of having to wait a week. It gives you access to our wonderful emotes. And when we get to 3,000 subs, our goal, we have to hit to unlock enough emote slots because I'm not going to just release one of your helmets at once. Gotta be the whole it's gotta team. Gotta be the whole team. Yeah. We get up, we get up to 3,000 subs. We're gonna release every single helmet of Hyperforce as an emote, so you guys can be spamming that in the chat as they're doing cool stuff. So we want to wow. get there. Cool. Uh, if you have Twitch Prime, you can you have a free sub that you could always do. Don't forget to resub. And we also have sub gifting. So you know if you want to gift subs, that's a really cool thing to do. Uh, and every 10, we will be giving away subs ourselves from Hyper RPG as well as Legacy Wars code. So that's. That's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'll let you get into the second half of the show. Yeah. Woo. 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 So, where were we? Ah, yes. Eddie, you ran to the back of the gelato shop. M, clutching the fire extinguisher. Everybody gone from the freezer. They're not safe. The back of the door swinging open. Footsteps leading out. Damn, what happened? What's going on? Where is everyone? Oh my gosh, there were so many. As soon as you left, I, I guess they had some like backdoor sneak attack, like literally, and they've all been taken away. Which way did they go? Do you know what direction? Oh my goodness, I was so busy just trying to fend myself, uh, defend myself and fend some of them off while the others were being grabbed and pulled by more of those, oh, those robots. Oh gosh, all right. I'm so sorry, you depended on me. No, and you did a great job. It's just, it's really dangerous out there. Why don't you stay here? I'm gonna go out there and look for these people and bring them back here so you can keep them safe. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with you. I oh. think they're long gone. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, come on. All bring right. that fire extinguisher though. So, uh... Eddie, did you take care of the, the ones that made it through? We have a problem. What? What? Something attacked from the, from the back door and now they're all gone. Everyone's gone. Only M here is left. What? Yes, they're all gone. Some robots came and took everyone. Guys, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yep. Is M okay? M's here. She's got the fire extinguisher. We're gonna we're gonna go see if we can find these people. If they're close by at all. Don't all worry right. about me. And then also for being so uh, caring, Eddie, you get some uh, energy uh, point of energy for um, taking charge here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all right, M. Let's, let's go. Let's all regroup inside the gelato shop. We got it. All right, I'll join you guys. We'll join you guys. Well, we're already here. And, yeah. I will and Eddie are already uh, in so the gelato shop. I Maybe now in. in the front part. Okay, yeah. So we move to the front part and join everyone else. Everybody else joins in. So what happened? Oh, I mean, did you, did you ever tell me your name? Yeah, my, my name is Marvin. Marvin, oh my goodness. Oh, it was all my fault. They. No, 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 no. This is, this is none of your fault. This, if anything, this should be on us. We didn't make sure that everything was okay with you guys. I should have stayed back. I'm I guess, you know, when we like flung the door open, the hinges got kind of loose, and uh, it wasn't much to break the door open in the back of the shop again. And then one right after another, they just came, and they were holding their awful, you know, laser blaster things. They actually like blast through the door, and everybody scrambled, and because they separated, they were so easy to corral. Like just like defenseless sheep, and they were corralled out the back of the shop uh, through the back door. These machines are smart. It's a classic diversionary technique. Attack from the front, 
divert and then attack from the back. This is all my fault, guys. This is all my fault. I opened the door really hard and I bring it back and I was just trying to help the people and I ran out to get the other people. It's not your fault, man. You're the only one that stuck around back there. I couldn't do anything. I tried my best out front, but I, I was useless, okay? This is not your fault. I'm gonna walk out, out the uh, the gaping hole of where the of door the used to be yeah. to see if I can see any sign of that aerial vehicle. Go ahead and roll a d6. Mm-hmm. Look, this is not anyone's fault. If anything, we just need to find a way to fix it. That's all that it is. Uh, you don't uh, get a sense of any aerial vehicle. Hey, Alpha 50. Yeah, M. That's right. I'm gonna. Yeah, and best for the great we've met. Oh. Um, I promise that we're gonna do what we can to make this right. Everybody will be safe, and we'll get you all to Corin. I promise. No, I, I, I gotta do more. I, I could have done better. Every, everybody trust me. I don't know why. It just. Come well, on, do you want to get back in my truck? They put you in a position of leadership for a reason. Okay, that means you're capable, but that also means that you have a responsibility. You can't just leave these people behind. Absolutely, we we have to go after them. We have to find out what happened to Did them. Did you see which way they went? I think they just went straight out the back. Do you want to get in my truck? I think we can uh, follow them faster that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe maybe there's a faster car around. Uh, your car's not exactly the fastest. No offense. I mean, I think it's great, but um, Ed, Vesper, Eddie, you guys are great with technology and and. Automobiles, are there any cars that are maybe a little bit faster than this truck? Can I look around to see if there's a sports car or something? Uh, roll D6. Two. Two. Uh, you see kind of another broke, uh, kind of older van, like maybe a large SUV, and you see the, uh, fancy looking, but not, uh, <laughs> looking vehicle that Chaz was in a little bit earlier. Hey guys, there's this uh, Chaz's family vehicle. It doesn't look quite as run down as everything else. I think we should give it a shot. <laughs> it's that guy's car. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Chaz. yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, come on, Em, come this way. All right, um, oh, I don't know if we can get in there. What do you mean? We, oh wait, Vesper, I'm sure you know how to hotwire a car. Yeah. Okay. Me and Jack, we can help. I mean, we know how to. We just prefer uh, not M to. tries to open the door. Uh, it's not open, but luckily I... on the other side, on the driver's side, the window was I already know. I still, I see the window is down, but I try to punch a hole where the, <laughs> the handle is. Sure. Because I believe in doing things the proper way and not crawling through windows. Okay. <laughs> One. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 we don't know whose car this is, Vesper. We you can't. Punch, well, we do, but we, we can't. Uh, just... At the door handle, but it just hurts as much as punching a metal door handle would. Guys, <laughs> oh, okay? I hurt my hand. It's okay. <laughs> <Are> you okay? <laughs> Did you get the door open? Uh, Emma looks at you and looks kind of worried, and she just reaches her arm in, trying to fit, fish for a lock. You hear a click. And then uh, she is able to open the door. All right, great. Um, do your thing. All right. So uh, I un- I go underneath the steering wheel. I think that it should be around here. And I find the ignition. Mm-hmm. And I put the two wires together <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, roll a d6. Four. Four. Uh, you hear a spark. And then 
Success, you don't know how long this is going to hold together. This is maybe not the first time you've done this, but you scientifically know how it works. Yeah. And you hear the vehicle uh, start. We should have asked Okay, you. guys. I know. I thought about it, though. Hop inside this primitive vehicle, and we will get ourselves some refugees back. All right, Em. Um, mm -hmm. You lead the way. Uh, so Em takes a seat on the passenger side, uh, and then... She actually reaches back, and there's a side door that flings open. And this is this is like one of those like rolling motor homes with like uh, kind of curtains and also um, the, sl the slatted blinds. And there's uh, upholstery, tan upholstery, and leather seating on the inside. And there's even a little table, and it looks like they were enjoying maybe some coffee or tea on their way uh, through the wasteland of the desert. See, Jack, you don't have to sit outside this time. That's really great. I'll sit here on this tiny little chair. This fancy schmancy tea. Hey, look at me. That is uh, covered in leather. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, you decide to drive? Are you sitting in the driver's yes. seat, Vesper? All right. Um, so we get into the vehicle, and then we, uh, I tell, uh, M tells Vesper, uh, I guess, can you swing around the back of the shop? Yeah. And so you follow along kind of the edge of the shops. Uh, they make a big C shape around the abandoned outdoor stage. And so now you're on the outside of that C shape. Uh, and you see no trace of any people. However, you do see a bunch of like movement tracks left in the sand. And because uh, now the storm is started to like lighten up a little bit, the sand is kind of wet and the tracks have are really imprinted themselves into the sand. All right, guys, I see some tracks. I think we should uh, follow these. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's With you. Go. Uh, so along the way, we uh, continue uh, on our journey, and next to that little table inside on the back where Jack and the others are sitting uh, with some half-drunk cups of tea and cookies, there is uh, another uh, device there, a little communication device, and you hear uh, again uh, some voice come through. Jack, you're the closest to this device. I want to pick the thing up. What is it? What's it look like? Um, it also looks like some kind of radio or something, and there's some dials. Uh, as you do that, you kind of turn one of the volume knobs, and it gets a little louder, and then you can hear this message go through. If you can hear my voice, go now to the dome city of Corinth. It is the only place you'll be safe, but you have to make it inside before the defense shield is activated. Activated. Please hurry. It's that message again. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, it's not. It's not something we don't know, and it's not like we can just leave these civilians high and dry to for our own safety. Yeah, but if we don't know where they've gone, we have no choice but to move forward and go to Corinth. Well, we have tracks, Jack. We can't just give up hope like that. These guys, they have lives. They have families. They have homes, just like we do. All right, Marvin. Let's follow him. Um, as you kind of keep an eye out, looking out the window at the tracks. Uh, they start to fade away a little softer as it moves away from the, um, Omega City and away from the rain, and now the tracks are in the dry uh, sand. And now you see kind of crisscrossing those uh, tracks are uh, other tracks, not of people's footsteps or robots' footsteps, but 
maybe some kind of vehicle, uh, the pattern of some kind of tread is crisscrossing around and it's getting harder and harder to follow those tracks as you see kind of it's been disrupted by the tread of some vehicle that's been kind of moving around in the area. Can we at least see where the, the treads are going? Um, where they came from and where so they're... So the tracks, uh, as you're following the tracks straight ahead of you, these treads are kind of going around. So they are going in the opposite direction, perpendicular to the tracks. So they've kind of blocked off all the footpath and it's uh, there no is uh, you can still tell there are a little bit more tracks in between the tread marks and in the brakes from what i could tell either these guys just got saved or they are long gone wait wait a minute these drones these robots they, they use they use drones they use airships they fly yeah so whatever this is this is not from them True. Huh. Can we can we uh, see if there have been any like battle damage on the ground, like maybe blaster marks or maybe even just like uh, explosions, maybe robot parts? Go ahead, roll a d6. Two. Two. Uh, mostly it's just sand, but you do notice uh, there's a little bit more rock in this area, and as you um, continue to follow these tracks, you know it's. An excruciating amount of time goes by. It feels like at least 20 minutes, but maybe it was just eight. Um, and, and as you kind of follow these tracks, they're getting fainter and fainter, but you notice more and more rock are kind of built up, and now there are bigger kind of boulders in the sand uh, building up, and then you can see off into the distance there's kind of a, a hill, and over the hill, just peek, uh, peeking over the, the top of the hill, uh, you see kind of maybe some building or some robot, some kind of man-made structure just over the top of the hill. You have to kind of stand on the hill or go past it to see what's beyond. Hey, um, uh, what, what is that, that city? Is that a, is that, is that a city? What, what is that over there? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. I've never been to these parts. Um, I think it's, I think there was like some kind of industrial, like maybe manufacturing factories maybe in this area. And which, which direction would Corinth be? Oh, Corinth would be kind of towards our back and this way, but we're headed this way. So we're heading in the opposite direction of Corinth. Yeah, we are heading the opposite direction. We're are off to the side. Is that the direction that the tracks were going in? Yes, you're continuing to follow the tracks. I don't mean the foot tracks, I mean the vehicle tracks. No, the vehicle tracks uh, are now, as you go closer and closer, it seems like they're making concentric circles around what may be a building or a whole complex. I think we should go check that out, guys. Well, what about the footprints? I mean, it's, I don't want to leave these guys, but also at the same time, I know that there's probably not much hope out there for them alone. Well, if all these tracks are kind of near this area, maybe whatever is driving around here is going there. But isn't it going in the opposite direction? I mean, the tracks are circling that building where the footprints are going off over there. Well, they were. Vesper, you're uh, in the driver's seat. Do you continue to follow tracks? Do you pause? What, it's I'm your paused. Um, okay. I'm... So you're at like the foot of this hill now, 
And you know if you stand on the top of that hill, you'll be able to look over and get a better view. But maybe other people may get a better view of you too. Just to clarify, so the footprints and the tracks are going opposite directions and Corinth's the opposite direction of both of those. So it's like a three-way prong thing. So the tracks are headed towards this building or complex of yeah. buildings, while the tread tracks are kind of going around and Corinth is this way. So two days about, away though, it's very far. How about we check out where these tracks go? swoop up and pick up our, our refugees and then go to Corinth. We don't know if the refugees are here, but I think that may be our best option anyways. Might as well try it. Marv, you said yourself we have to try it. We can't just leave them hanging. I know, but what are we going to do? Corinth is two days away. Well, it's the, whatever is over this hill, it's closer than two days. Let's take a look first and then decide. Yeah, I agree yeah. with Jack. And that yeah. message is still playing, so we might still have a little bit of time. You're right. Let's go see it. Oh wait, wait, if we're if we're gonna put ourselves at such a vantage point where everyone can see us, maybe maybe we should just peek over, see what we see first before they see us. I'm pretty quick. I can go run up on top of that hill. And Good idea, Chloe. Yeah, I'll, Come I'll back, back down. you up. Okay. All right. Great. All right. Both Serpentine. Serpentine. Six. Six. Are you? Oh, I'm just behind her. I'm just making sure she doesn't get attacked. Okay, fine. Uh, as you kind of quickly <laughs> shuffle your way up the sand. Uh, it's kind of hard to run up a hill of sand. Get into work out. And you kind of feel like you're sliding down, but then you just increase your speed and you just uh, kind of fall forward on purpose to kind of, of course. <laughs> uh, make yourself uh, kind of prone on top of that, exactly, the hill. And you see a huge industrial complex with big metal parts. And then also you see where those tread tracks lead. They are actually making kind of a concentric circle, a spiral around this giant complex. And uh, you see actually closer and closer to the complex at the end of the tread tracks, um, there is a uh, two patrol cars. They, they look like motorbikes or maybe four-wheelers or something. They certainly sound that way. And they have two more robots that match the ones that went, uh, that you guys went up against. And they're making their way around the complex now. And they, they kind of do this uh, spiral around the giant complex of, uh, in, you know, industrial factory-like buildings that are very brown. And you actually see exhaust coming out in big toxic smoke uh, up into the air. What do you see? Uh, okay guys, I definitely think the civilians are in there. There's something happening, but the only way we're gonna get in is if we uh, either sneak around these two robots on motorbikes or we kind of just get rid of them super quick. But they're the only thing in between us and that building. Wait, and maybe, why don't you guys set yourself up so that you guys could attack from the side and I'll stay up here and when you give me the signal, I'll distract them. Well, I think we're gonna have to ditch this motor home thing anyways. Okay, that's fine. And um, just take them with you. I'll stay, okay, so right now you're up on top. Yeah. I'll hide behind you. You guys go down around and sneak up on these guys in, in stealth. And when you give me the signal, I will get their attention so that they start coming towards me so you guys can ambush them. Take them out secretly and quickly. But if they see you, could they maybe notify other robots? Like, is that... You know oh, what I'm saying? I see. Yeah, we don't want them to see any of us. Yeah, uh, as you're talking to your teammates, suddenly you see some lights turn on. 
Oh, lights are turning on. Something's happening. And then uh, it looks like, oh my goodness, is that a balcony? There's a balcony that's hanging over uh, in front of the building, right in front of the complex. And then suddenly there is an illuminated archway. And standing in the archway, there's a dark, tall figure. It's got a tall oh. collar and a, kind of the shape of a comb over. Weapons on its back, a dark black cloak. It's very hard to make out the figure, but you can hear it's screaming. It's it's very angry, and uh, it's actually confronting uh, two more of these uh, grinder type robots. What do you mean? And you can't really hear what he's saying, but he's you can tell he's angry and he's peeved at these two robots. The ones that were circling. No, these are different. They're oh. on the balcony up with him. Guys, update. I think I found the big boss bad guy. He is really scary and heavily armed, and he's yelling at two other people. If we run in there, I'm pretty sure they're going to see us. So, does anyone have any better ideas? I think we should go for it. I say we go in. Hey, everyone, I have an idea. But you guys are going to have to get out of the motorhome at the top of the hill. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. What's okay. up? Okay. I'm gonna use the motorhome to try to ram headfirst into any of these creatures we see. So, what, what are you gonna wait, do? Are you, yeah, are you gonna jump wait, out Vesper, too? I'm not gonna could we, let you. Could we put something on the gas pedal and let it go and maybe distract them? And as their attention is towards the motorhome, we go the other way and sneak in so that way no one gets hurt. And Classic it's diversionary tactic. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great, but if we could take out two in, in the, like with the. You know what is a great crash protection? What? Our suits. It's morphin' time! We can morph? Hyperforce! Left! Ready! Power up! Cool, I'm just gonna use my human flesh. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a point for the awesome reporting you did to your oh. teammates of, of energy. Woo! Go ahead and we're gonna add one point to Chloe. And uh, so you have you've decided to morph, and you are on the bottom of the hill. So yeah. you don't see all that stuff that I just described. Only Chloe does because she's at the top of the hill describing. So all you know is from her description. Okay, um, I, th I think that's a great idea, but is there some way that you could maybe jump out last minute or do what she says and just... Well, yeah, ask him. Ask him if there's anything, like any duct tape or anything heavy that we could put on the gas pedal, because that would for sure be the best way to get in there. That's a great idea. Em, do we have anything heavy or large that we can place on the gas pedal? You mean this fire extinguisher? <laughs> Sounds good to me. It's proven quite useful. Okay. But I think I've had enough of it. Do we have any adhesive? Adhesive? You should be able to jam the fire extinguisher between the seat and the gas pedal. Great idea. Read it. So book. she just hands it off to you, Vesper. Okay, everybody out. All right. Okay. Guys, let's morph up. Okay, you're right. Ready? Ready? Yeah. It's, it's morphin' time! time!
But I think the best way for you to stay safe is if you hop on my back. I'm pretty good at piggyback rides and I'm super fast. Wait, I could just give her one of those. So things. M just like hopped out of the vehicle after handing a fire extinguisher to Fesker. You all hopped out of the vehicle. You were at the top of the hill and you oh, right. guys in a flash of light and color just transformed <laughs> right in front of her. I forgot and about she that. was like, <laughs> Thank you. And we're just gonna Ranger be very- Ranger series operators? We're gonna be very uh, transparent with you. Yes, we are Power Rangers and we need you to be safe. So, um, you know what? I don't, I don't want to burden you because you're, you're one of our fastest people. Why don't you hold on to this and I'm gonna give her my Hyper Blade Blaster. Okay. Can you take care of yourself? <gasps> you seem to be quite capable as a leader. All right, I'll, I'll take it. Great. Just make sure that uh, you cover our backs and um, I'll cover your back. Okay. I'm gonna hang out right now by this hill. I think it's a great vantage point and I'll come in if you guys need me. Are you sure you're gonna be okay by yourself? I can take care of myself. I took care of everybody until all this disaster happened, didn't I? Okay. You did. All right. All right. After okay. this, I have a lot of questions for you guys. That's very fair. And we, we'll we answer them all answer. later. This is another level of the Ranger series operator system uh, program I must have not heard We're about. another lot of things. There, there are a lot of different things. Um, all right, Vesper. We're from the future. Whoa, what, wait a minute. Uh, well, <coughs> we'll talk later. Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. Okay, are you guys ready to uh, send that trailer over? We're ready. All right, everybody yeah. out. All right. All right, guys, follow me. Let's swing around to the left, and I, I Mm -hmm. I think I see a door that we can sneak into. Mm -hmm. Uh, roll a d6. <laughs> Four? Four. Um, so, uh, underneath, so, that balcony where there was the silhouette of this dark, ominous figure and the two robots that were being shamed, underneath is actually, um, a long fire escape. And to the right, there is those big, um, smokestacks that were putting toxic amounts of fumes into the sky. And then uh, towards the left of the building where the uh, the patrolmen, they disappeared around, but they haven't come back around just yet. Uh, there is uh, more buildings. They look more, they closed off. You can't really tell what's inside. There aren't uh, many windows. And uh, there seems to be even more buildings in between. There's a, a huge complex of um, manufacturing. All right. Guys, there's a lot of options. <laughs> um, maybe we should, I see like a bunch of other buildings that aren't connected to the main one. Maybe we can go and uh, have that be our first point of contact and then uh, settle there and see if these guards are gonna come back around. Yeah, that's great. And also that's if great. there are more guards that come back around, we have a great hiding point to ambush them. Yeah, okay, sounds great. Ready? Let's do it. Ready. Right. Let's On go. Order. So you're gonna send the vehicle off? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have Vesper, since she's the one that's jamming the fire extinguisher in, onto the gas pedal, be the one that rolls. And I get a plus one for tech? Cars tech. Yeah. So, seven, eight. So you got uh, seven all together, and then plus, plus one. one, eight, okay. Uh, as you put down the fire extinguisher, um, it, the vehicle is growing energy and the wheel starts spinning, it's throwing up sand, and then it goes 
off the hill, sailing down <laughs> towards the factory building. And uh, I what did you out. do to, to the, yeah, you were outside already, right? I, I was in it and I'm, I started the vehicle and then I jammed it and I was waiting until I was closer to everybody else to jump out. Um, okay, so as it goes down the, uh, the other side of the hill, instead of going straight down, it kind of swerves back and forth because it's going downhill on a hill of sand and the sand is making it slide from left to right, kind of against the wheels. And then uh, all of a sudden, the huge figure that is on the balcony takes notice and says, what is it? But you can't really hear, you can just see kind of big arms and commotion. And it goes uh, sliding into not uh, the buildings that you're aiming for, but actually into the uh, the smokestack where all the exhaust, the building where all the exhaust was coming from. And then more of it just starts billowing out. And then suddenly a bunch of these grinder type robots start running out and they swarm outside of the factory building. Uh -oh. oh boy. They're like ants. It's like you just oh, stepped wow. on an ant hill and they're like <laughs> all over the place. No. Too many to count. That's popcorn initiative for you. I think we may have done the wrong thing and gone to the wrong place. Are we hiding behind the building already? Did we make hiding, it to the building? But... You guys, uh, I thought you were hiding behind the hill. Are you also running? As the, yeah. that oh, yeah. was happening, we so were as, running to the building. As that is, has smashed into the smokestacks, you guys are running towards the building, but as you run towards the building, you're also running towards the chaos. And many of these grinders, they notice you, but they're also like noticing the building, and then they're noticing their boss, like screaming, uh, up ahead on top of the building. Okay, um, this may be a time for strategic retreat because I don't know if I see any people here. If there were any people, I would hear some screaming, something, but I think we might have just run straight into a robot farm. Marv, it's a little too late for that. We've well, already what are we launched. Do? Take on 200 robots? You know what? Yeah, because we're the Power Rangers. Right. But we're not, we're not setting ourselves up for failure. 200 robots, and we don't even know if these guys are here. Let me show you how it's done. All right. I'm gonna take four steps, and because I'm morphed, take a giant yellow ranger leap over the throng of enemies and attempt to land between the building they came out of and them. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna start your popcorn initiative. Jack, you need to roll. That's a three. Uh, roll two. Oh, that's right, I'm morphed. Yeah, you're morphed. Thanks. You're morphed, my friend. That is a nine. A nine, very nice. Uh, you are able to soar up into the air with the increased strength and power that is enabled to you through being morphed. And you get a clear shot, but they are swarming around and you you simply want to attempt to land between the swarms and just be well, look, to the if, you've, if you've got to land, then why not Creus Hammer Marvel time that? All right. Can you tell me what the damage is on that card? Certainly, that's uh, 12 damage on the Creus Hammer. Okay. Energy cost two. Uh, on your way down, you fling out your hammer just in time. And actually, uh, 
the other robots, they see you coming flying out of the air, um, and you hit the ground, and you create such a large ground pound that it shakes the ground all around them, and five of these grinders actually lose their balance and just trip on themselves. And then more grinders also trip on them. And also, while on your way down, you notice some more movement. If you just kind of go through one of the buildings, there's an alleyway, uh, and you see some more movement, some grinders, but I think you hear some people too, some human voices. Team, I possibly hear hostages. Join me. You do, uh, which direction? I'll I'll, I'll focus on, okay, great. I see where you're pointing and I will go in that direction. See, I knew they were there. This is awesome. Oh, I wish Em had one of these things that we could, you know, tell her, hey, everything's cool. I'm gonna throw it over to Chloe. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Um. So you're just rushing in and there, you are, there are so many of these robots just surrounding, okay. running back and forth. And I think you hear and those patrol guys on their two motorbikes are coming around the building too as well. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run straight towards where all of these monsters are coming and gathering sure. up. Um, and I'm gonna ask uh, Jack, you think you could do that one thing where you grab me and you throw me? I wanna do a hurricane whirlwind, but I need a lot of speed in order to knock all of these enemies off their feet. No problem. If I can stun them, I think, Chloe, I think we'll have a chance. Hold on to my hammer. All right. I'm no. going to begin an Olympic style discus spin with my teammate on my weapon, and I will leave it to her to choose the time to launch herself into the atmosphere. Both roll teamwork attack? So just One two? Eight. You two actually, because you're more. Two two per. Yeah. But you roll against me. Excuse? You roll against me. Oh, I got a, I got a seven. Uh, you got a seven. I got two. Two. <laughs> uh, as you swing your, you pick up that hammer that just made that awesome, powerful blow in the ground that um, knocked over all these other grinders in your kind of close vicinity. Uh, you pick it up and you swing it around again. And then Chloe, you grab onto that hammer as planned. Uh, and as you it swings around, then you let go as you try to fling yourself towards the grinders. But instead of flinging yourself towards the grinders, you actually get ricocheted down this alley <laughs> in between two of the buildings that are part of the complex. Cool. Is that the direction from which we yes. heard the sounds? Is yes. And it is the direction in which you heard the sounds. <gasps> And when you uh, get up, you notice, oh my goodness, you're behind some barrels, so you're covered. But it's the people from the group. Chaz, the family that wanted the kindling, uh, they're all chained up. And then they, they have those wooden kind of style handcuffs, like um, the stock style. Oh. And they're kind of chained together like this. And there are some grinders, just three now, uh, protecting this group. Guys! I found everyone. They're they're right over here in between these two buildings, but there's three of the grinders um, guarding them. Someone needs to get over here. I really feel like you someone someone could take them out. Awesome job, Chloe. Thanks. There they go, Chloe. Good Is job, Chloe. someone close enough to be able to um, meet me over here? We're we're all sort of in the same area currently. Uh, I would say you're like closer, kind of in the complex because you've made yourself. Uh, 
made your way in between two buildings, whereas Jack is kind of right outside, uh, who just ricocheted you into that alley. And I, I would say the rest of you are a little farther out, uh, kind of making your way through the chaos of so many of these grinders running back and, and forth like ants who are very angry. Um, okay guys. I just spotted them though, so it's, it's all, we, at least we know they're here, and they seem like they're safe, but they're all chained up. Um, Vesper, my girl. Yeah. Get it done. Okay. Everyone, I want you guys to take care of the hostages. You guys have been great friends to me. I'm gonna take care of the big bad. So I wanna run towards the main guy, okay? So, uh, as you kind of run towards the factory building, you can see he is up uh, on a balcony and there is a fire escape kind of that zigzags back and forth all the way up to that um, industrial looking balcony. It's not very pretty. Mm. Uh, and are you going to try to attempt to climb the stairs Wait, Vesper, maybe, maybe we should just help out with the civilians now and, and we can deal with the big bad later together. No, I'm going. You guys take care of them. I got this. I'll, I'll distract them for as long as I can. Just get everybody safe. Get them to Corinth. So I'm going to try to go up the stairs. Okay. Um, as you try to make your way up the stairs, go ahead, roll d6 for me. One or two. A four. Four. Um, as you make your way uh, on the, the first step, suddenly you hear a rattle on the metal stairs that you're trying to climb. And then from above, you see the shadow of the dark figure, and he actually jumps off the balcony down to ground level and shows up right behind you. If you turn and look at him, you've gotten a really good look at his face. He's got slicked back hairstyle, a monocle, a tall, long collar, a red tie, a badge, two weapons. It looks like a double-barreled gun and a sword and tassels that hang from his arms and, and the fancy thick cuff boots. But his whole outfit looks like it's made out of black, shiny metal with red accents. And he goes, ah, who do we have here? I'm Vesper, AKA Vesper the Great, and you're going down. And so he actually takes out uh, his sword, and I, I'm gonna leave end the turn right there. We're gonna come back. Uh, Vesper, who are you gonna popcorn it to next? To Eddie. Vesper, look out! I'm really concerned, so I'm gonna mm -hmm. jump, jump in, and as soon as I see the sword come out, I'm gonna try to block the sword. Mm -hmm. Slide in, run in and slide in and block the sword. Yes, you are quite far away, but if you slide in, you just might make it. Go ahead. Uh, Jack, I need you to hammer me over so I can slide <laughs> and stop this beast before it attacks Vesper. <laughs> I'm going to transform my Creus hammer into the Creus cannon by making the requisite 360 degree turn, pull and relocate the handle of the hammer <laughs> so that I've got the cannon version. I am then going to offer it to my teammate and I am gonna get all MLB with this. Whip it and skip it. And so as Eddie rushes in as fast as possible, you're very concerned for Vesper and this guy has just 
landed from the balcony right behind her. Uh, you run faster and faster, gaining speed. You're quite fast. You may be one of the fastest rangers on this team, and you're able to <laughs> launch yourself using the push from your teammate. Uh, Jack, uh, now do your teamwork roll. Can I get plus one for teamwork? Yes, you get plus one for teamwork. Six, me. Seven plus one, eight. All right, and you are able to step right on top of that hammer. The Woo! timing between you two was spot on, and you feel yourself being launched towards Vesper, and you uh, are able to intercept the blade, uh, but you also just ricochet past through them off to the side. But you are you have defended Vesper from that strike that was incoming. Ugh! Sorry, she already has a date. <laughs> oh. Eddie, who are you gonna popcorn to? Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, Marv. Yeah, buddy, what's up? I got things over here. What? Do you, why don't you take care of some stuff too? You got it. All right. Um, I wanna, I wanna pull myself back, kind of like just to ready myself. I'm gonna charge as fast as I can, jumping towards the alleyway where she is. I know I can't make it, so I kind of wanna do one of those like hop on the monsters' heads, those robots, and see how many I can take out at once sure. while making it over to that direction. Um. And once I do pop off the last one, I want to jump and spin so that way I can get as far in as I could, hopefully hitting one of the, the robots through the alley. One of the three that are guarding the, the hostages. Yeah, just that, one. Uh, Chloe is kind of observing over some barrels. Yeah. All right, go I ahead. Wanna... Okay. Go uh, for it. Woo! That is a nine. Nine. And do I get a plus one for the lunging strike? I wouldn't call that a lunging strike because it's supposed to be from a hidden area yeah. and you're kind of out in the open with the chaos where all the robots are running back and forth. Okay. Uh, so you're able to lunge up into the air and you actually uh, make it sailing over where... I want to I bop on some of the robots' heads so at least I could knock out some of them on the way uh, there. Uh, as you run towards the alleyway, it's quite far. Uh, and you jump up, you can't quite make it to bop any of the robots on the That's head. Fine. However, you are able to bop up on one of those barrels that Chloe is hiding behind, mm -hmm. uh, and you, you notice her hiding there, and you know, okay, we're gonna do this. Maybe you catch each other's eye, um, and you kind of land on the other side of the barrel, but you do catch the attention of those three that are guarding the hostages. And the hostages see you, they don't recognize you because you're all morphed up. And uh, one, Chaz, is like, ah, someone to rescue us. Don't worry, I got you guys. And I ready myself. Let's go, you screwheads. Mm -hmm. And I pose myself to them. I didn't hit any of them, right? No, you're okay. kind of off to the side by the barrels where Chloe was hiding. Come you came this from way. quite afar, so. That was, a, that was a lot of movement for you. Uh, I think it is my turn. Ah, dun, dun, dun. yes. And so, unfortunately, being blocked by Eddie, I was not able to strike you. But instead, I actually sheath my weapon in a very menacing way. And I reach out and I grab uh, onto your shoulder. <gasps> oh, Vesper, do you want to roll to defend or Don't let do her something touch your about shoulder. that? Don't do it. I uh, try to uh, step back away from him. Okay. A five. Unfortunately, 
His hand reaches out and touches you on your shoulder and very creepily kind of reaches around your neck and you feel a very strange feeling. Suddenly you feel weak from your nose all the way down to your toes and you feel like something, something is infecting you. Oh, Eddie, I'm so sorry. What's I failed everyone. Vesper, Vesper, no! And then you feel like you've been removed from this situation. You feel like your body is very far away and you can kind of watch everything unfold, but you feel like you have no control of your body anymore. And then suddenly you feel what you think is your blood or energy coursing through all your body and you feel it uh, kind of burn through your body and it's it's hot and it, you feel enraged and even though you can't see your eyes you can tell they're burning bright red and then you feel the influence of the creature this dark ominous figure he looks you into your red eyes that are burning and he says ha this is interesting a robot who thinks and acts like a human being. Can I should make more of these? And you can hear him, uh, but it's, you feel so disembodied. And then suddenly uh, you feel kind of the touch move away from his hands. He puts his hands down and you feel like he can control you like a puppet. So in my state, I pull out my Cerberus axe. You can't. I can't do anything. No, no. Uh, you can want to pull out your Cerberus axe and you can attempt to. However, uh, you feel frozen and you can only move your body in the way. And we don't, we don't hear or know any of this. Huh? No, because you're by the hostages. You're, you're facing off against three of them. You're hiding by the barrels, looking at your friend. Uh, Eddie, you skidded through them, so you see this dark menacing figure grab her by the shoulder and then maybe start controlling her body. And then you, uh, roll a d6, Jack. You're kind of outside of all of this now. Um, yeah, two, you can do two. Five. Um, you also see him raise a hand, but you can't make out the details of uh, what is happening to her. You just see this is a very vulnerable position for your friend. Can I talk to him? Uh, sure. I would say you're just a few, like seven yards away, so. What are you doing to her? Uh, he turns and he looks at you and he says, she's one of mine now. And uh, he looks Vesper again into your burning red eyes and tells you, you know what would be charming is, why don't you take out your little boyfriend? How are you able to control her? And then you suddenly feel overcome with the urge to, yes, now pick up your Cerberus axe, but you can't control yourself and you're aiming it right for your friend. Whoa! Eddie. So, I, there's nothing else I can do, so I, I can't fight my impulses. I'm kind of scared, but at the same time, the overwhelming need to, to attack Eddie kind of takes over me. So. I'm gonna super ultra swing my Cerberus axe right into his side. 
God! Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a 2d6. 2d6, and it's 12 damage. Mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, it's 3d6 because you got an ultra, right? Into Eddie's yeah. side? Or mm -hmm. Into Eddie's side. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> oh, no. uh, as she approaches you, Vesper, with a burning red look in your with her eyes. Vesper, it's me, Eddie. It's your friend, your ranger bud. She raises that axe above your head. What do you do? Um, I don't want to attack her, so I'm just going to use. I'm just going to try to block it with with my okay. with my uh, with my Oceanus blades. Uh, roll your 2d6. Um, and you're just gonna use them not as a weapon, just as Not a as a weapon, just, yeah. Yeah, just a block. Okay. Uh, nine. Nine, however, you rolled 14. 14. So, as she lowers that blade down onto you, uh, you feel your arms, um, not cut through apart, but just break apart, and you take a devastating blow to your oh. chest. Uh, roll for damage. I'm gonna super, super, super roll this. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is not okay. Nine. And then you add the three, uh, one more D6 too. Remember, cause you got the ultra. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Oh 17. So you take 17 points of damage, my friend. I know. Oh my God. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna super, no. I'm gonna use my bow and, okay. Seven, um, you say 17? I'm gonna take my hybrid blade blaster and... Damage, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Right. Uh, you feel the impact of that blow. Yeah, I do. Physically and emotionally. Oh! Vesper! Oh! It's enough to knock you back. And you're not standing on your two feet anymore. Oh. Uh, Jack why? may see this. I don't think Marv or Chloe would. Nope. Uh, yeah, because they. The dark figure turns no, towards oh. you. Uh, Vesper and then Eddie. Ooh, good job. I feel like I'm screaming internally, but nothing is coming out. I can't help my friend. I can't. I can't move anything. It's like I'm kind of floating somewhere else, and I'm not in my body anymore. And he says to you, "I have a plan." Why don't we take these colorful friends of yours out one by one, starting with this one? And he kind of just kind of nonchalantly points at Eddie. How are you doing this? So, oh, I have another two points of energy. I, uh, I make my axe into my Cerberus disc. Oh my gosh. And um, since he's... <laughs> Oh, we are so dead. She's okay. the strongest one of us, too. So what I do is I run up a few steps up until like I'm above everybody, and I kind of jump off the side, as, and as I'm in midair, I throw my Cerberus disc right at Eddie. Oh my god. Okay. Bye-bye, uh, Go ahead, and then uh, we're gonna check back with uh, Marv and Chloe and Jack. Oh, okay, Six. cool. Six. Uh, total? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, are you gonna defend? Or, uh, <laughs> are you I'm gonna, gonna even though I'm down it? on the ground, I have a little bit in me, sure. I'm gonna try to roll out of the way to okay. not get hit. All right. <coughs> and, shoot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Four. This is a 
situation. The figure looks at me, looks at me, I'm looking at it. Um, the figure turns towards Vesper. You can call me Kilobyte. <laughs> and is kind of gleefully looking as your hit successfully strikes down Eddie, and then you take more damage, so go ahead and roll. Six. Six, so you take six points of damage. Uh, so that is both Kilobyte's turn and Vesper's turn. Uh, let's kind of start over again with our round. And uh, let's jump over to Marv and Chloe. So Marv, this will be your turn, new fresh round. Okay, and um, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on, so I would like to... Um, you just landed on the barrels. Yeah, you just yeah, see just the, the... barrels. Right, you just landed on the barrels, and all you see are the civilians, and you've caught the attention of three robots. Whoa, Mark, okay. nice to see you. Hey, all right. So, um... What's up? You know what? What's the plan? I, I, this never works, except for that one time, okay. but... Uh, Let's try it again, okay? <laughs> With all these civilians here? Well, no, the three robots are grouped together. I was thinking maybe I could throw you in, you do your hurricane strike, and whatever pops up, I will pop them. <laughs> so I'll take out whatever comes out of your hurricane, you take care of whatever is in your hurricane. All right, I can support you and your ideas. Let's go. Right. Why not, right? Why not? All right, uh, I want to So I want to take Chloe. I want to toss her up so that she sure. can land in between the three robots. So that she and can do people. her little hurricane sweep. Okay. And uh, whatever dodges it, I want to bop them in the face. All right. And since we're next to a wall, I'm going to jump off the wall and then jump into your hands and then start spinning. So I got a really good oh, momentum awesome. going. Okay. So you roll 2d6, you roll 2. Eight. That is a four. I know, I'm just, I, I'm the worst partner ever. Let, let's just say that. No, you're great, man. <laughs> what did you get? I got a four. A eight. Why do we do this? <laughs> and Why so, uh, as you kind of try to grab onto your friend, uh, you can't really quite launch her uh, into the direction uh, that you were intending. And instead, you just kind of uh, skid off, off to the side. Yeah. And now there's the hostages in the back, the three robots, Marv, who is in front, and then you're off to the side. Okay. Right here. Better vantage point. Hey, hey, screw heads over here. Marv, uh, who are you gonna pop for next? Chloe. All right, sweet. I'm gonna get out my Hyperion bow, and I, uh, I'm skidded off to the side, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Then I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna run and kind of do a jump, and I'm gonna fire off three of my arrows and have them go soaring right towards the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And their attention is towards Marv, so they kind of don't see this coming. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Dang it, Vesper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh what? my gosh! Two! <laughs> As you whip out your Hyperion bow, readying and steadying your arrow. <laughs> this hurts. Well, you try to aim at some of the robots, but they're moving too quickly. You let your uh, your bow and your, you let your arrows fly from your bow, and unfortunately, you miss and you got. One one, two ones? What did you get exactly? I got two ones. You got two ones, <laughs> and uh, two of the arrows actually land on some of the hostages. What? And then Chaz, uh, he gets scraped uh, on the shoulder, and then his uh, mother actually, it, uh, it grazes right here, and some of her hair uh, falls, and they're both just bleeding, but it's, it was just a graze, and they hold themselves. 
Uh, and they look at you. What? What are you doing? Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Uh, um, and they are here to help us. I am here to help you. I'm so sorry. That never happens. Oh, oh but we're trying to help. It's just, it's kind of not the easiest thing to do right now. I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just did hey, that. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. It's, don't, don't, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine, okay? It's fine, it's fine. You didn't, uh, I will take care of that. I swear, we're gonna take care of it. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Uh, just breathe. Okay. Uh, let's focus on the task at hand, okay? There are three very terrible things that are gonna damage and hurt all the people over here. They're gonna cause more damage than your arrow ever really did. Okay, it's right. gonna be fine. You're right, you're right, you're it's right. gonna be fine. Uh, okay, all right. All right, robots. Let's see what you got. Um, you're gonna pop it all. Oh wait, no, you up to, to you. The I was just trying to, I was just trying to distract sure. them. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm gonna put three. Hey, Jack, we're doing great over here. Uh, oh no, the monsters. We're going to the monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're. You said three robots. You. Where uh, yeah, you wanna no, go I with Jack? Your choice. I guess it's. Yeah, let's do the monsters. Let's do the monsters. All right, the three of them start circling in on the two of you. These partner attacks, man. Luckily, you faced these guys before. Uh, so roll to defend. Both of us. Both of us. Mm -hmm. Defense. Seven. Seven. Nine. Now we get the good one, right? D. Uh, and as they are also trying to keep the hostages at bay, they try to shoot their laser blasters in your direction. However, they have horrible aim. You also notice that they have no eyes. They're just wearing dark metal goggles. So maybe that had something to do with it. And uh, you completely dodge and tumble and roll your way uh, out of the way. Now, uh, I'm gonna popcorn it over to Jack. Boss, what state is Eddie in? And have I seen all of that uh, fluffery? You have seen uh, pretty much all of it go down don't hear any of the, the dialogue, but you have seen Vesper take two strikes at Eddie, and you see Eddie is on the ground, and he tried to roll away very weakly. However, he got hit, and Kilobyte is just standing there Listen, the, the good of the many outweighs the good of the blue. So I'm going to join my two friends who are fighting the multiple enemies, mm -hmm. and I am going to deploy both the Creus Hammer in one hand mm -hmm. and my Hyperblade Blaster in another and do my best determined bamboo forest run towards the fray. All right, towards who individually? Them twos. Uh, Chloe and Mark. Hi. Right, so uh, go ahead and roll. I got uh, nine. And you're successfully able to make it wet your way down the alley, and then you see the three of those robots just firing at your friends. Luckily, they were able to dodge and tumble and cartwheel out of the way, and you have a clear shot at uh, one, two, or three of them. Jack, what are you doing here? What's that? How's Vesper doing? Yay, it's, Jack! It's not good. What? Somebody needs to go back and help Eddie. Where, what Something's was... going on. Eddie, Vesper, come in. Are you guys okay? Eddie. <laughs> oh. Vesper, Vesper, come in. No. I'll take care of Eddie. What? Vesper. Creepy. I feel scared. <laughs> What's going on? And... Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> Only here on the so, hyper force. Uh, so, 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 how, so how, 
How many like jalopy robots do we got? Do I have? You have three right in front of you. All Just right. Well, well, I've got two weapons and a microphone. Right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, Super Jack is in a super. <laughs> That's right. Okay. I'm going to attempt to attack all three. Frankly, okay. I'm going to try to like. Mjolnir of old, hurl my Krius hammer towards one of the monsters and then attack the other two with a slashing blow from my hyperblade blaster. A super splash, a super. A little pink voice told me to go a super. Okay, I go a super, add a two. That is a total of seven. Seven, oh no. What was, I thought it was two plus two. Oh, sorry, doubles. Thank you, oh injured one. That, that's an eight. <laughs> As you uh, uh, see your friends who were just being shot at, you go and you whip out both your weapons and you charge, like you said, El Mounier. I can't say. Mounier. I love the French. Mounier. <laughs> uh, towards the three robots. And actually, uh, you make contact with all three. You didn't even have to use Whoa. the other blade. And they're like dominoes. One two, three, and they hit each other. Um, and then you take them all down and the uh, the hostages look at you like they're champion. Uh, but some Chaz and his mother are holding their shoulder of their head and they're just very dazed and confused. And they're like, yay, maybe. Jack, I think I need to work on my target practice. That might have been my, my fault. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you're here. Jack, we're gonna popcorn and see. Uh, let's see who's left. Eddie and Vesper and. I, well, it's, it's got to be Marv. Know, the big monster. Got to be. Oh, no, Marv is Marv. done. This oh, round. he's done. Oh. Yeah, Eddie Vesper. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's let it go till to to El Mundo the question mark to. Uh, El Mundo the question yeah. mark. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so, Vesper, what do you mean you have a handle? Can somebody describe the situation to me, Eddie? What's going on? Vesper. Hey, we're okay. We're fine here. I'm taking care of things. Okay. Marvin, we got don't, this. don't don't listen to her. She attacked him. Something is happening. She is. She has e e either yeah, been put. John Kong. John Kong. Wait, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm happened? telling you, I watched her attack him. It's not good. She did what? Guys, Eddie's Twice. acting really. Jack is What's acting that? really strange. Jack is acting strange? <laughs> He's acting really strange. He's scaring me. Please, be careful around him. Jack, what the oh. heck? Vesper! Jack, I pull out my gun for old time's sake. Don't lie to me, man. What's going on? You said Whoa. it's uh, my turn? Uh. And so, suddenly, Kilobyte turns and looks at Vesper, smiles. I think you'll take care of this blue fellow over here. Ooh. And he actually uh, whips out a small device choo, 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 and pushes a button. And in the area between uh, down the alley, you're, you guys are actually in a kind of square area surrounded by buildings. There's only one way out, which is the alleyway. And suddenly from above, you guys didn't notice a cage falls down on all of you and you are trapped with the rest of the hostages. And the people in there, you know, like the hostages with their wooden stocks. What? That was my move. I'm going to uh, now turn towards Eddie. Maybe okay. I should give you a little help there, Vesper. 
and he actually takes out his gun. It has double barrels, and he aims it at you. Uh, you are still conscious enough to see it being uh, aimed at your face. That guess awesome. Of course. Can I ask uh, you that? Do you want to try to defend? Uh, I'm going to. Am I? Do I have energy to, to get up? Uh, uh, you may be able to have. I would say enough energy to like, uh, you know, get up a little bit. Okay. Uh, maybe all, uh, one elbow then one knee. I'm gonna channel my 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 serpent-like sure. aura. Yeah. And right before he blasts, slide myself away from the blast and try to stand myself back up and look at Vesper. Mm -hmm. uh, you are not rolling as many d6s as me, but you can go ahead and try. Oh. You can do it. Fair enough. I believe you. Oh. Eight. Uh, maybe, maybe I rolled all ones, but unfortunately I did not. Ah. Uh, and. <laughs> I actually pull the trigger on my double-barreled uh, blaster, and you take uh, 22 points of damage. Holy crap! Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. 22! Oh my god! 20... Oh my god! Oh. Is that, wait, is that, uh, okay, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, wow. Kilobyte turns towards Vesper. Now, you finish him. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm slowly slipping away so even the the resistance is kind of not there anymore. I've kind of just given in. So I, I turn towards Eddie and... Um, Vesper. I'm gonna Hound of Hades him, oh, which Vesper. is yeah. a ground and pound. And since you're already on the ground, it's just gonna be a pound and pound. <laughs> <laughs> Vesper, look at me, listen. Oh, no. I'm your friend, I'm so Eddie. You get an advantage, so the Way lowest harder, of your die, yeah. you get to uh, re-roll. Re yeah. Oh. Ugh, three. Three. Uh, the dice gods are upon us today. All right, <laughs> so do I defend, or what happens? So what do I, I do? think you would have enough energy to defend. Okay. I'm going to pull out my wrench the ranger bud wrench that she made me, and I'm gonna say, Vesper, remember me. I, your friend, your ranger bud. I don't care if you're human or not human or whatever your adoption is or, or if you were made. I don't care about your past. I care about you now. Don't do this. So I wanna reach out and grab the wrench. So I grab the wrench. Uh, you, would, you would be fighting a lot right now. You'd have to roll against okay. me to do that. A four. Seven. Uh, not just oh. to grab the wrench. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, you try with all your might. Suddenly the face of your friend seems closer and closer, but your fingers don't budge. Vesper. Um, so instead of grabbing it in a friendly way, I want to grab it and destroy it. <gasps> okay. No. No. Uh, go ahead. And now you're rolling against him. Unless, uh, okay. Unless you are you holding on to that wrench? I'm holding it. Hold on to yeah. it. Or is it just? No, like a let's go. No, we're, we're, hold, we're rolling the hole. Is it two? It's two, right? Okay. Gosh, you metagamers, you don't hear any of this. We don't hear this. I'm sorry, I can't. Oh, you're wrong. Okay. 
Roll your hole. Oh, all I right. got a gun on, on Jack, and that's all I know. What'd you roll? Oh, eight. Eight. Eight and eight. Eight. You both rolled eight. Yeah. <coughs> so Desper, you grab uh, onto the wrench and you try to yank it away in a mean way. However, none of you are budging. You both have an equally tight grip on the wrench. And finally, Kilobyte says, Oh, how adorable. This is so charming. I've had enough of this. Oh my gosh, there's like 50 dice. Uh, I'm just gonna assume this is the damage roll. I did not roll all ones. And he turns towards you and takes out his sword and tries to strike you down. I'm not gonna let go of this wrench and I'm not letting go of you. The chest. Oh, uh, my heart! Oh! Uh, and you take um, 30 points of damage. Uh, it's oh. not enough to kill you, but you're completely knocked out, barely breathing no longer conscious. Everything is fading away into the darkness and the last thing that you sense, you, you're about to say something? I just, um, GM, there were six points of damage that wasn't taken off, sorry. It, the math wasn't done. Plus another six points of damage. Sorry. Uh, and so the last thing that you sense before everything goes dark is the sound of two robot bodies they're grabbing you by the shoulders and dragging your body away from Vesper. She goes farther and farther away. Vesper. And you're being swallowed into the darkness of the factory. Vesper, I love, I, What? What? I think he was gonna ask her. I think he was gonna laugh and said, I laughed. I laughed at you. Well. Thank you for watching Power Rangers High School Hey! Why do How dare you guys? How dare you? How dare you? Vesper, we're having a chit chat. I'm not in control. There's the voices in my head. They're telling me to do things. Use all of our supers. I keep saying use the supers. I use them. No, Vesper's the worst. <laughs> Next week, we will be joined by none other than Jim. What? Of Hyper RPM. Mike Jim. Hyper Rangers RPM. Jim from RPM will be joining us next week on the show as our special guest. Woo! So you will have the Gold Ranger of RPM here joining you next week. Your boy! Gold Ranger! You're gonna need his help. Yeah, we will. Who's Jim? You're gonna need Jim. Jim? Yes. So, I'm sorry, what, well, do we well, need? what do we need? Tell us again. I'm just, I'm out of super, so I can't even hear right anymore. <laughs> um, oh next week, we'll have a special guest on the show. Jem uh, himself from oh, the Jem. era. Yes, Jem. Her Jem. The Gold Ranger. Yep. Gold Ranger yep. from Mike time. is going to be joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun, so you're going to want to definitely be here for that. <coughs> Thank you guys so, so much in the chat for your support, for watching the show. If you like it, remember, um, we here at Hyper RPG are a very small, independent company of just a couple people trying to keep uh, doing this kind of crazy stuff. So if you enjoy, go ahead, share. Uh, tell your friends to come tune in and watch. Your viewership is what keeps this alive, and so do your subscriptions. And as of right now, we are 10 subscribers away 
from giving away that giant, all of this, all of this. So Ooh. I say we rally. I say we rally. I think we can do it. I think 10 people have had enough fun tonight. They're like, oh yeah, this is some dope Twitch content. We should totally subscribe and support this awesome stuff uh, so we can keep making more of it. Uh, so Come on, you flautists. Let's, yeah. let's get 10 subs and give this away to a lucky individual. If you are a subscriber, you have a 10 times higher chance of winning. That's how all giveaways work here. What? It's a whole bunch of cool stuff. Oh my it's gosh, really I'm awesome. subscribed. What happened? I think this is the same uh, as oh, I got back a there. This, yes, yes. It's, that, it's the limited it's edition. It's a limited edition the, Hey, there was one right there. Let's get it going. Let's get that rally going. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, I, I'm i going to say, because I know like we are rallying right now, um, if we cut over to the fireside chat, which is just going to be right there this week, because okay. it's a little chilly outside, uh, and if we get it during the fireside chat, I'll allow it. Okay. I'll count it. All right, we'll count it. I'll count so it. So get those you, subscriptions you, in. Thank you, you so much for supporting the channel. You destroyed them in the chat tonight so I'll do something, oh. I'll do something nice and uh. say that if we hit it during that we'll, we'll still count it um, wow man someone man. save Eddie someone save Eddie someone save we well, don't know what's going on with Eddie I mean bro we know he could still be the one that's bad yeah what sure do you mean I'm totally good but we don't know that's true you guys are great. Thank you so much. Thank you so Don't much. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to talk to whoever wants to stick around uh, and answer your questions. And coming up next is Hyper Otaku with Anime News. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Woo! Woo! Woo!